face. <laughs> He's over there. We got to get him. That's, that's how it is. Let me, let me turn these up because I'm, I'm looking a little little dark we're gonna uh i'm gonna apologize in advance if anything does happen if i get cut off in the middle i have no idea what's going on i was on the phone it's been a weird weird weekend yesterday the power went out on me twice once right when i started streaming once after i streamed the internet was shoddy again and then it was working perfectly fine uh today up until i started getting ready for the podcast and i reached out to my guy who's my point of contact and he's just like, oh, yeah, we had a new guy come in and he just like totally ruined everything. And I'm like, but if it was fixed, <laughs> but if it was fixed and it was working fine, why did the new guy go in? And he's just like, well, he didn't know any better. Oh, fuck that shit. He didn't know any better. What do you mean? You know, he's like, that's amazing. He's like, I'll call you in an hour. He's like, I'll call you now. I was like, dude, in an hour, I'm going to be busy as long as it stays stable, as long as we stay good. That's all I care about. You can explain it to me later and we'll go from there. That's incredible. That's awesome. It sounds like it's actually terrible. And here it's I got my roommate coming in now, right now. I see him. <laughs> Is he calling you? Yeah. Did you hear? He's like, Eddie! <laughs> all right. Well, cool. first things first. Eddie hates Pokemon. So <laughs> if he can't hear this, then he can't disagree with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it, we're all recording at this point, right? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, we're all recording. I muted myself right, right now. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's all good. It's all, all right. Good. We, we did it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> you should keep that in. You definitely. We got our in. first guest with uh <laughs> with three people. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> All right, well, we got what we wanted. Uh, Pokemon was short, short, sweet, and to the fucking point this week. Mm-hmm. It was actually really good. I'm very, very surprised by it. I'm not really much of a Pokemon Snap kind of guy. Uh, I appreciate the people. where I, I'm happy that the people who do give a shit uh, are pretty much getting what they want. My son saw the fucking trailer for Pokemon Snap, and he immediately was just like, "I need it." Oh, you I'm should let fun. him play. Uh, you should let him play the N sixty four version to get his toes wet. I don't have the N sixty four version, oh. so I I might have it on my Wii U. Yeah, um, that's why. But you, yeah, if you I was. Get a... I was. Go ahead. Okay, Eddie's just stepping away. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, fucking no, I, like I, I'm cool with it. My son wants to get into it, so I'm thinking about get, picking it up for the N64 or getting it on the fucking Wii U. What I think is really cool is, yeah, on one hand, Gen 4 is coming back, which is pretty fucking sick. But that Pokemon Legends Arceus, that shit looks sick. Oh, Legend, you that, know, Breath of the Wild Pokemon? That's why that, it, Surprise, yeah. you like it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, the Pokemon formula needed something to change. It needed to go that that next level. And I want to say that's probably been about a good five years too late from them doing that shit. Because <laughs> I haven't really given a shit about Pokemon, like honestly given a shit about Pokemon since, since X and Y. I thought that X and Y was probably y the, the most easiest. Shit. Yeah, X and Y brought the uh, was probably the easiest to get into competitive battling, which is the only thing that I really gave a shit about for the longest time. I completely bypassed Sun and Moon, and then like when Sword and Shield came out, I was just like, oh, I might dip my toes back into this. But it was it was still like 
<laughs> I, I just want to say everything that I've seen, like spoilers, there's a Gen 4 remake. They're remaking uh, Pearl and Diamond, or Diamond and Pearl. It's Brilliant brilliant Diamond diamond and Shining Pearl, I believe is what they're called. Mm-hmm, yeah. That game already looks better than what I saw in Sword and Shield, and I played Sword and Shield all the way through. So, <laughs> Yeah, you and Haru fucking, especially Haru, fucking went the distance on fucking uh, Sword and Shield. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll probably play... Uh, not probably. I'll definitely play the fucking new ones. But Pokemon. What I what I'm really into is Legends. Legends looks really really good. Eddie, what's your thoughts on Pokemon? Dude, I like the direct. I thought it was great. I I mean, I was gonna get Pokemon Snap regardless. I thought the little intro that they had was fucking fantastic. I never played Diamond or Pearl, so I don't. I didn't get the hype that people were like, oh, Gen Four and all that shit. Like blah 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 blah. But, and I was involved in, uh, when they were doing the announcement, I was involved in three discords that were watching it at the same time. And the majority of the people were really much hating on Diamond and Pearl and the remake. I thought it was cool. I thought it was like cute. I thought it was like, I like the chibi style and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure as hell looking forward to the Legends one too. I'm, I'm excited for Pokemon and I haven't been excited for Pokemon in a long time. So I'm looking forward to it for sure. I forgot, so in the beginning of the Direct, they're showing off basically all, like, the Pokemon tech that they've had throughout the years. There's oh, that a lot of shit I forgot. Dope. There's a lot yeah, of shit that I shit just was fucking, fucking forgot dope. about. Yeah. The, the Tamagotchi. Yep. I mean... And not hey, the Pokewalker. There was an actual to- uh, Tamagotchi. Yeah, there was, there was... Yeah, that shit was legit. Shit. There was there were so many, like, little toys and the, the fucking... The micro game cartridge bullshit. Yeah, where it's like, that it's must not have been a, a Japan board. only thing. No, that came to the states. We got four of those things. Oh, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the the Poke Walker, there was a Poke Walker that's not even a Tamagotchi and not even part of Heart Gold Soul Silver. That was like in addition that came out with when like Gen Two was released in the U.S. Like it, it was crazy. There's there was so much fucking bullshit that came out during that time because that's when the craze of Pokemon really like kicked off. Right. So yeah, it was it was pretty fucking nuts. But going back to what Eddie was saying, I did notice that there was a lot of people hating on the Gen Four remake, which Gen Four is my least favorite uh, of the entire series. I I don't like the setting. I'm not a huge fan of the characters. I think it's a little bit on the boring side. Now, I say that while not have played Platinum. I own Platinum. I haven't done a run-through of Platinum yet. And I heard that Platinum is really, really good. Like, it fixes all the problems that Diamond and Pearl originally had. But, I mean, it's it's the next it's the next in line to get redone. And if the, if people are upset that, you know... They're not doing black and white. That's obviously fucking next. Now, if they're bitching about the fucking art style and how it's staying true to the fucking design of the original Diamond and Pearl, fuck you. Well, <laughs> they're it up a little bit more than you would think, but I, I like I'm the design. I'm fine with it. I thought it was I'm good. fine with it. And I you mean, know what? Gave, I like uh, Link's Awakening shit, too, because of its design. Yeah. But it's still a good game. Yeah, those those people can get fucked. And the crazy thing the crazy thing about it is like I was like having an uh there was a discussion that I was involved in where people were like they ruined the remakes. Like every remake up to this point has been good. And they were just like uh when you had Leaf Green or when you had 
blue or red or whatever and then became fire red and sapphire i i don't know i can't remember all the names but like everyone has been remade and has been an upgrade and i'm like well what did you expect at this point the consistency of the remake stopped once let's go pikachu and let's go eevee came into play because that was the original like Pokemon games it's remastered. It's not even a true remake. And it's not even a true remake. But people were like, why yeah, was it's it expect- a hybrid? Yeah, there were people who were like, Oh, we were expecting uh we were expecting uh the remakes of Gen 4 in the style of Sword and Shield. And I'm like, but that's not what you're gonna get. A remake I played is- Sword and Shield, I don't want that. So- yeah, and, and see, and I'm like, uh, uh, to me, I'm like, a remake of the old games in the style of Sword and Shield doesn't make any sense to me. Because Sword and Shield is always like the continuation. It's the next major installment in Pokemon. A remake in the chibi style to me makes sense. And then the next installment being the Legends one, I'm okay with that. So I don't right. mind any of this stuff. And the people that are hating on it, like, I think the worst part about it was that people were just, like, so adamant and, like, hateful towards it. And they were like, well, in the end, I'm still going to pick it up because it's Pokemon. And I'm like, why the fuck are yeah. you arguing? Welcome to Pokemon <laughs> yeah. fans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't mess with Pokemon fans. They hate their games. Dude, like, they, they, yeah, you can't hate a Pokemon game harder than a Pokemon game fan. There was, so. a, re- there was a reason why I skipped sword and shield and then there was another one before that right or am i missing oh yeah well the the sun and moon moon. i I got sun i played sun and moon i played sun and then there was the uh i guess it was the let's go one ultra moon i didn't get ultra sun or ultra moon i didn't get those i was okay with that so the thing is i understand that argument where it's just like all the remakes were based off of the same engine that the previous mainline game was in so like alpha sapphire or not alpha sapphire fire red leaf green that was based off of sapphire and ruby pardon me you have heart gold soul silver that was based off of the ds games that had come out at that point that might have been even fucking um gen 4 in that at that point then after that you had oris which is omega ruby alpha sapphire that was based off of the engine that was found and i believe sun and moon or x and y i don't remember which what series came out first? I want to say that Gen Four X and Y or, came um, out before. You th- okay, so Sun and Moon. Oris came out before Sun and Moon. Yes, that's what you're saying. Yes, okay. Then that's wh- whatever. That's not an argument. <laughs> but as far as I this zoned gen out for a minute, out, so I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But at this point, like I can understand them bitching about it, but I don't have. I, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I think it looks great. I'm going to buy it. Fuck them. Chat brings in a good um, thing. Give me that style, but make sure that, uh, you know, the good amount of Pokemon are in it. Like, cause like, yeah, good every- amount of Pokemon. Allow me to trade the Pokemon from sword and shield to fucking the remake because the remake is now going to take front and center of the fucking, what's it called? Oh, wow. How would that work? Like, yeah. would there be Gigantamax battles in gen four? To I accommodate for everything that's in short sword and shield, I don't think it's I gonna. Really be, hope that'd be I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't think it's gonna accommodate to sword and shield at all. I think this is gonna be a standalone game, just like how it was back in the day. And if you want to collect the Gen Four Pokemon, it's gonna be between just Diamond and Pearl. I don't think it's gonna have anything to do with sword and shield. It's weird. Now, I would. I would expect it. Like I believe the other remakes, uh, they still had like the generation that was after them. They still had some Pokemon that, because I know in, in like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, you can catch. I don't know if you can catch them in the wild, but you can definitely trade like Gen three and Gen four Pokemon over to it. Right. So hopefully they keep all that in. I don't know. We'll see. 
it already looks better. Like, I mean, if you look at the stuff, like the battles and stuff, those already look better than that what are in Sword and Shield. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I just the move animations and stuff like that. I, I, Sword and Shield did interest me at one point when it was first announced and like the stadium battles and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, cool, man. This looks like the, the next Pokemon game. But then I just never picked it up. And I was okay. Like, I've always been okay with skipping a generation or two of Pokemon. And I think this is why I'm really excited for Diamond and Pearl and then Legends because I haven't played Pokemon in what is three or four years. And when I played Pokemon. You did a Nuzlocke. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but uh, you know what I mean? Like a new one, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, my, uh, I was going to say, I, I'm in a dilemma because now I don't know if I should just play Platinum or wait for the remakes for my Nuzlocke. Play Platinum. <laughs> play Platinum. You, you have a good, like, at least, at the very least, six months. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see anything, anything talked about. Like, I would say even seven, eight months because that would put you out to August. Go play Platinum. Go do a Nuzlocke of Platinum. Go have fun. My my issue is, and it's not really an issue, but it's just like the reason why I kind of fell off of Pokemon a lot, especially after X and Y, is I feel like with the older Pokemon games, there was always this element of difficulty. Like, even though it's not incredibly hard, there was also always like this level of like, okay, you got to kind of have to figure out some things on your own. Whereas in the newer Pokemon games, everything is presented to you on a silver platter. And it's just like, hey, go on this adventure, do exactly this thing, and you'll progress through. I felt like I always had my hand held when I was playing Pokemon Sword. And to a certain extent, the same thing with Pokemon X and Y. The reason why I enjoyed X and Y is because they made uh, Eevee training very, very easy. And so I was able to just jump into fucking... Yeah, they made that it way. so stupid easy. <laughs> yeah, that was... Play a minigame. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> But it's uh, I'm I'm okay with it. Like Diamond and Pearl, I'll I'll do another run through of it. Really get an idea of whether or not I even like the series or that that generation at all. Again, like it's cool. The the one person that was just like had not shut the fuck up about it, and no, no offense to her, but she was just like constantly talking about it. I'm just like, okay, yes, I know you're excited. Real Mama Eagle. She's just like, if we don't get fucking Gen Four. If we don't get fucking Gen 4, we're going to fucking riot. I'm like, don't burn the house down. That's all I care there, about. There don't burn lot, the fucking house down. There was down. a lot of people that were going like that, too. Remember, even with like the Nintendo Direct that happened last week, and people were like upset that there was no Pokemon news. I'm like, it's getting its own Direct. Just relax. And they're like, no, we mm-hmm. want Gen 4. And I'm like... I- there was no way that they weren't going to get Gen 4. Between all the leaks that have been coming out, the rumors that they were doing it... Like, even that and Gen 5, there was even one rumor where it was just, like, it was going to be, a, like, a direct one-for-one port of the the actual DS games. And when she saw that, she was just like, oh, hell no. Oh, fuck no. We're not doing that shit. So, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad at the end of the day, everyone is getting what they wanted except the, the toxic fans. And they can go, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's, that's really what it's I at. mean, there's people also talking about this Legends game and how are saying how they're saying that it looks empty and lonely. And that's not the Pokemon game that they want to play. It's in an alpha. <laughs> and I'm like. People don't care, Chris. They want it now. They want it it's fucking It's in an alpha. My, my. I, actually, I don't know if it's alpha considered to be alpha. Because it's expected to come out early next year. Yeah. I mean, it's still a good solid year of development, but you could still have like beta 
in a year of development. I think that with the setting that they're going for, it's I, I think it's fine to have like this big open wilderness and all these fucking Pokemon just like walking around the fucking Sinnoh region and you just like Here's my fucking ancient ass Pokeball. Go. Yeah. Those Pokeballs look great. I love them. They look pretty good. <laughs> no, I think, uh, it's, it I think remi- it's great the too. One I is- imagine that that's what Pokeballs would have looked like in Monster Hunter. In the new fucking Monster Hunter that's coming out. Yeah, you don't think like, these both these these games look a lot alike, all right? Like it's like <laughs> feudal fucking ninja Japan. What do you think? So Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. the first thing I was gonna say was uh a lot of people were talking shit on the frame rate on some of those Pokemon on that Legends oh trailer. Oh my god, yeah. The frame rate, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So the first thing I will say, the frame rate looks fucking bad. It does. But guess what? It's still in development, so... Yeah. The trees the already things... look better than Sword and Shield. Yes. One of the things that I was worried about, and I can understand why it's having issues now, and I would not be surprised if it still looks that way in the final game, is that if you look at the wild Pokemon that's in the area... Oh, they look rough. Yeah. Oh, they look really, really rough. Like they, they look like they, they're running at fucking fifteen frames a second. <laughs> just, like, just, <laughs> just bouncing along the fucking overworld. And I'm just like, I can kind of understand. As long as there was some sort of draw distance for you to approach yeah. them, and, and then their frame better. rate increases, and they look better, especially for Pokemon battles. Because I, I didn't think that the Pokemon battles were that bad, but they did not look great i was also gonna say i like the, the concept that's just what it comes down to i like the concepts for them i'm so excited i think the starters are a plus <laughs> the starters look great. yeah the starter the starters are pretty good they got rowlet they got cyndaquil they got fucking Oshwat. yeah and everybody yeah. everybody's picking rowlet apparently there's already polls and uh hashtags team rowlet and all that stuff. i was best boy and i'm like yeah i'm going with cyndaquil i want to burn things Let's go. <laughs> I was I was always like a big fan of Auschwitz because Samurott was so fucking cool. He's the samurai water Pokemon. There you go. That that's that's for me. I, he sucks I, in Ubers. I'm excited no. for everything. I'm excited for everything. Who I'm puts ex- that? Who puts a starter in Ubers outside of fucking Blaziken? That was yeah. the fuck out of here. No, this is gonna be great. I, I'm okay. looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited yeah. for it. Me and my sister already talked about it. Which put which uh, copy she's gonna get? Which copy I'm gonna get? And um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. This was the first Pokemon in a long time that my wife went like, "Oh, that's cool. I want to play that." And I'm just like, "Okay," because her and I we used to play Pokemon when we were going to college, and then that went all the way up until we were living in California. So it'll be fun. It'll be cool. I'm Hell excited yeah. for it. I'm there picking my Infernape, and then I'm kicking ass is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, like, when you're actually doing Gen 4, if you're not picking fucking Chimchar, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, Chimchar's... Is, Infernape's just too fucking good. Like Yeah. Like, so the thing is, like, Torterra is also, like, a really solid choice. At least, like, back in Gen 4. Yeah. Fuck, who was the water type? It wasn't Empoleon. That was Gen 5. No, it's Empoleon. It's Piplup. Pipla- oh, it is okay. Oshawott is Gen Five. Thank you. I'm an idiot. That like, like I just said that. I just <laughs> fucking said that. I just said okay. Yeah, you don't know sure. Pokemon, you fucking idiot. You fucking, fucking phony loser. This is fucking bullshit. Phony. <laughs> Some good ass bullshit. Well, we can say that uh, Pokemon definitely delivered, but uh, Sony 100 percent did not deliver. <laughs> that that was 
That was that pitiful. was an experience, uh, dude. Oh my god, I don't even know where to begin with that. Dude, so because... I just want everyone to know that the video that we're showing up on our stream right now, which good job for the audio listeners, is an hour and eleven minutes long, and it doesn't start until half forty half- minutes of it. It's fucking just waiting. Yeah, 30... it's just a countdown. Yep. So anyway, yeah, Sony. Was, yeah, Sony was just a fucking repeat of the last direct. It was exactly pretty much the same thing the only difference was the whole final fantasy 7 thing and that whole thing was just confusing as hell to me like i had to like read articles and watch videos to try to figure out i'm like did i understand this right did i really get this and then the worst part about it is that people were just like well it was better than the nintendo direct and i'm like I, I'm done with that's, the internet. Don't today. even entertain that shit. That's that's fanboy bullshit. I'm like, I am done don't with the internet today. It. I'm like, there's no way. I my fear was my fear with this whole thing was that like I was like, okay, we're not gonna get anything new, and any Final Fantasy remake news that we do get is gonna be a port of what's something that already exists, and that's exactly what we got with <laughs> an added story to it. And then there's this whole like bullshit thing about how if you have a physical copy of the Final Fantasy remake for the PS4, you can only upgrade it if you have the disc-based PS5. If you have the digital version, you're shit out of luck. Do you have the digital version, Eddie? No, I have the physical. I'm okay. Okay. I'm, but but okay. but it's just like there's people out there that have the digital version. Yeah, no. And are no, fucked, that, you know. And this. Is- Fuck your and digital. this was the shit that I was like really worried about. <laughs> Fuck you, digital. Like, like, like I like it was like lower on the list of possible reasons or possible ways that I can get fucked out of shit if I bought the the discless or the dickless version of the PS5. I was just like, yeah, no. I feel like I've seen this state of play like twice already. Yeah. Yeah. Like before before <laughs> this one. Like I've seen this exact fucking state of play twice. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And I mean, it goes back to this. It's because we're seeing the exact same thing again. Crash Bandicoot 4, whatever this one is called, just came out not too long ago. And now we're getting a port mm-hmm. of it for the PS5. And you're like, okay. Cool. Yeah. like, And then there's these other games that we showed you on the last Direct that are not out yet. But don't worry. They're going to be great. And I'm like, yeah, no. I'm okay. Like, one, of the th- one of the things that I was moderately excited for for the last, I don't know, five, six years since it first got announced at like e3 and 20 i was i was living here so maybe 2016 Deathloop still doesn't have a fucking release date they just keep on spoiling more of the story everybody and their mom is <laughs> looking for it's gonna be the, it's it's i can guarantee you when it comes out it'll be the next twitch game i ha- think so? yeah oh I, yeah i agree with that i agree with that and i also have a feeling though that lots of influencers are sorry i i just want to get off my chest lots of influencers are already pushing death really hard my other thing I think it, it's a cool fucking concept. It's a cool ahead, concept, yeah, but sorry. the but the thing with the issue with that that I have right now, which is kind of interesting, that it's a Bethesda game being produced for the PlayStation. Is there a possibility that we don't have a release date because my uh, Xbox or Microsoft are trying to be like, yeah, we don't know if we want this out there for Sony right now. What if we want? I mean, exclusive? they don't have a choice. What if we want exclusive to Microsoft Xbox PC first before? PlayStation? They don't have a choice. That that contract was written ages ago they could do whatever they want to with anything that comes out after the fact because that was a big major point of contention that people were trying to get at when microsoft bought out bethesda was like okay but what happens to death loop and 
the the ruling should have been nothing. It stays <laughs> where it's at. <laughs> Continue to play. Nothing. <laughs> what what is this? This Five Nights at Freddy's shit? Okay, cool. I literally skipped that part. Uh, my son was sitting on my lap as the state of play was going on. And I'm just like skip. And he's just like, I wanted to watch that. I'm just like, I don't want you converted. I don't want you converted. (laughs) What's funny is uh, we got that, and then Red Letter Media uh, posted a video where they watched. So I think Powell showed it off in the Megavisions Discord, but there was that new movie with Nicolas Cage where it's basically a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh, God. And uh, apparently it was fucking terrible. Apparently it was fucking terrible. But then I did not know, do you guys, and this was well before all three of ours times, but I feel like growing up you might have caught a glimpse of it. Do you guys remember the banana splits at all? Yeah. Okay, so apparently last year or in 2019, there's a movie that releases called the Banana Splits movie. Okay. It is legit, like, it's live, it's real people, live action. It's the exact characters. It's a horror movie where they go Five Nights at Freddy's with it and just start killing people. I yeah. need to see this. Uh, it, it's called <laughs> it is called the the Banana Splits movie. And you're you can watch it on YouTube. So it was like so what happened was it was like the last day of the show and like they they were robots inside of there and they're of course their programming goes haywire, a glitch or something, and they just end up start killing people. There's one part where they make they have the kids held hostage and they're making them watch like the horror version of their TV show and I know this sounds completely morbid, but I want to watch that movie so bad now. <laughs> That's exactly Yo, what watch it is. Watch party. That's the next fucking. Apparently, watch party. it's not super great, but it's better than I think it's called Willy's Wonderland, the one that has Nicolas Cage in it. That they said is ton like way better than that one. And then there's also a five minute short on a thing on Hulu called Hulu Ween. It was a five minute short that's like in the Five Nights at Freddy's world, and it's called Hug. And I I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So you guys should watch that too. There it is. Anyway, okay. I'm just like Fuck laughing. Five at, at Freddy's. So. I'm looking at this banana splits movie that you're talking about, and it's just like yeah, it's a horror. You re- see the hound dog. A horror reimagining of Hanna Barbera's 1968 children's television series, The Banana yeah. Splits. The family fil- the film follows a family attending a live taping of the aforementioned show, and trying to survive when the tit- the titular characters go haywire upon learning of their show's cancellation, starting a killing spree around the studio. Yeah. What the hell? That's amazing. And from what I what they said in the review, uh, all the deaths are great because they're unique. They're different, like, deaths. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, Nick. I don't know how. I guess the Banana Splits, uh, like, like, name isn't that expensive. So, like, they just, like, bought the rights for that movie and just put them in there. So, yeah, you guys should go. Either that, that or Hanna-Barbera was completely cool with it. Like, who fucking did this? What? What studio? Blue Ribbon Content, Blue Ice Pictures. Blue Ribbon is owned by Warner Stu- Warner Brothers Studio. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They may have been in on it. Look, this is how much we don't give a shit about the Sony state of play, is that we're talking about Five <laughs> yeah. Nights at Freddy's-style movies. Yeah, 100%. Which, by the way, apparently the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is going to start shooting this year. Okay. I mean, sure. sure. Whatever, yeah. Sure. It's about five years yeah. too late, but sure. That's cool. That's cool. I don't... That's, that's I fine. I mean, is it, though? Uh, yeah. Is it, though? Like, that's the weird thing about it, right? As streamers and stuff like that, I've constantly gotten asked if I want to play Five Nights at Freddy, and I'm like, no. 
No, the, thank you. Those I am a grown man pretty rough. who plays Pokemon. I mean, that's the, that's <laughs> those games came out around where I mean, Twitch was all around back then, but it was more like 2014. Markiplier. Markiplier, and it was the YouTube. It was mm-hmm. the that was the YouTube fucking golden era for like let's players and shit like that. Yeah. So you had Markiplier, Game Grumps. Uh, those are just the ones. I think two best friends might have played it at one point. They played it. Uh, tons of people were playing it, and I just I, don't get it anymore. Like I, I thought the idea of Five Nights at Freddy's worked at the time that it was being released. But you know, like during during that time period in 2014, 2015, I guess you can say. And it w- it was just stupid fun. It was the reason why that I thought it was cool is because it was a it was like a, a resource management game that you were constantly was, switching, yeah. checking your fucking cameras, trying to survive and keeping people away. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's a decent idea at the time. The stupid jump scares were great the first two or three times that you played They're it. You're just like cool. And then they released a second one, and I'm like, okay. And then More they released the management. third one, yeah. And then the fourth one, and I'm just like, okay, you need to stop, sir. You need to fucking stop. No, man. I make don't money know. They, they beat him into the fucking ground. I mean, and, and I, I it think was it was just too. what it, it just like went to the kids at that point. Like now all the kids are like fucking it kind of had like the Undertale effect where there was just so much bullshit going around with the Undertale. It's one of the fandom. reasons I've never played it. Yep. And it just devolved to let's show the children what this is. And then they just own it. They just took it and they fucking owned it. So are I'm just you, like, go ahead. I was going to say, are you guys familiar with the webtoon called uh, Homestuck? I know what it is, and I think I know what it is because of you. You know what it is because of me, because the guy that made Homestuck made Undertale. Got it. So a lot of the Homestuck fans went over to Undertale. And uh, so, I mean, I've got friends that are Homestuck fans, and they're, I mean, they're tolerable, but I've been to conventions with lots of homestuck fans in an area and it wasn't fun so (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the same thing with almost any type of fandom once you get a lot of really obnoxious people it doesn't matter what they fucking like they could like guilty gear for all i fucking know or the drink they won't shut the fuck up Well, yeah, they don't shut the fuck up. They get overbearing. There's a level yeah. of fandom, yeah, and in everything. Like, I mean, I've gone to conventions and wrestling events where I find that one wrestling guy that I'm like, I really don't want to talk to you, but you see me everywhere <laughs> and I see you everywhere. <laughs> so now we think we're buddies, but we're really not because, yep. yeah, it just it just happens. No, I completely get it. I don't know, man. It's just I just missed the whole boat on that whole thing with like Minecraft and Five Nights at Freddy because like I feel like that was like when everything was happening with the let's plays like you said and i just don't get and i'm okay with that i'm okay if i don't play undertale if i don't play minecraft or five nights of freddy like i'm all I right i do wish i would have picked up minecraft though no nah, i'm good <laughs> i'm good, nah, I'm good. Here, here's here's the thing on on that and chat brings it up here this dude phoenix guards the meta story for surrounding five nights of freddy is way more interesting than the game itself yep. and that is 100 true it's the same thing with undertale like I so let me let me pull back on that because I genuinely liked the gameplay and the story of Undertale, whereas the stuff that goes on in Five Nights at Freddy, there is so much like underlying, yeah. uh, like an underlying meta narrative that's going on that I find super fucking interesting. But I can't fucking swallow anything that goddamn MatPat says to me, so I gotta go look <laughs> elsewhere, have to forget about it. Like it's it's actually like really fucking cool. Yeah, if but you go to a YouTube channel. I'm tired of the furry porn. Yeah. If you go to Treesicle, uh, I think it's a YouTube channel called Treesicle. They have a lot of really good uh 
breakdown videos of Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Like, they connect dots from every fucking game. And you're just like, mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. So I'd just rather watch this than play the game. So <laughs> right, yo. mm-hmm. should have been a book. Uh, that's what happened. That's the thing is like these two movies. Like I don't think the premise is good enough for that long of a movie. That five minute short on Hulu, Red Letter Media was like, "That's perfect. It did everything it needed to do in five minutes. Like that's mm-hmm. all you need. Kid's an asshole. Kid gets what he deserves. Over. That's what it is." So. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. Also, I forgot there are Five Nights at Freddy's books. So, so there you go. <laughs> You're fucked. Very well. You're fucked either way. I mean, so. very well. But going back, I guess to the state of play thing, I just nothing was memorable but the uh, Final Fantasy VII stuff, and I think it was just more memorable because I was just genuinely confused about it. <laughs> I was confused. I was just like, this is only thirty minutes long. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. The thing is, is like I. They had developers talking about their games, which I'm just like, hey, that's cool. Make it its own video and don't call it a fucking state of play. Like when the, when fucking Heart Machine was talking about uh, Solar Ash, I'm just like, oh, that's neat. I want to hear more about this in a not state of play. State of play is about like new games or major updates. They did the same thing with uh, with Crash 4. Like they, they grabbed the developers for that. They grabbed the developers of Knockout City. And I'm just like, hey, this would have been really good on its own. Yeah. A game that got just... announced at a Nintendo Direct got shoehorned <laughs> into a Sony yeah. in state of play. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the biggest issue with it the, the biggest issue with this whole thing is just that like it it, it definitely was half assed and it felt like we need to do something because Nintendo did a direct and they have another one coming up, so let's try to wedge ourselves in between. What's what can we do? Uh yeah, you, you and you and you. And you know what? Final Fantasy. Let's go. That's what it felt like. Yeah, because when I saw it, I was just like, uh-oh, now we've got DLC chapters now. And I'm just like, how are they just going to keep like doing that until the next big chapter comes out? Because it looks like the Yuffie stuff takes place during the mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. that's taking yeah. place with Cloud and Barrett and uh, Tifa. Yeah. Because I don't know Which who I'm... the fuck this guy is. Oh, the guys do. The guy, okay. the guy is new. The new antagonist is obviously new, which I'm fine with. I mean, they did something like this very similar with Final Fantasy 15 with all the individual episodes. They had like episode Arden, episode Luna Freya, episode Prompto, Gladiolus. Like they had like a, a hyper focused episode for each of the characters. And now with this thing with Yuffie, I'm just like, as long as I'm getting about 10 to 15 hours of gameplay out of this thing, if I'm going to be spending like 20. 20 bucks on dlc then cool i'm all right with this i was not aware that this was for the ps5 only mm-hmm. yeah yeah get fucked yeah. everybody else yep get fucked yep <laughs> and and that was the crazy and that was the crazy thing about it it's not only like look look at the way they set it up for you right like they tell you like oh you get a free upgrade if you have the ps4 copy but as collectors you and i Corey, and you uh-huh. chris too because you collect as well i don't know about you guys but I'm one of those types of dudes that I like to have a story in one set if it's available. So I was hoping that these games were going to be just for the PS4. I did have a feeling that they were going to jump over to the PS5, but now I feel like I'm obligated. And I'm not, I shouldn't say I feel I'm obligated. It's my choice or not if I want to purchase the PS5 physical copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake Integral. Is that what it was? Integrate. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, and they're asking for 70 bucks for this thing. And I'm like, 
I don't know if I want to pay 70 bucks for this thing. I mean, you've already spent $60 on it. You know, like I didn't. I'm not going to fucking <laughs> buy it. I've got the fucking ultimate edition. Like I do too. I'll wait until like 5 years down the road where some poor sap traded in his fucking steelbook copy of the PS5 edition. I'm going to be like, yank $5. That's <laughs> it. Because that's what the price of Steelbooks goes down to eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happened to fucking P5. It happened to fucking... Uh, there's like three or four fucking Steelbooks that I own. Like the, the Steelbook for Final Fantasy Twelve. Like, not even a year later. Not even a year later that shit, shit went down to like $10. I hate when videos do a side-by-side comparison like that because it's just like... You know you can't watch it and be like, oh, it looks automatically better. You have to like pause it and try to dissect it and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the biggest thing, but biggest takeaway from Final Fantasy VII Remake going on to PS5? Lighting. I mean, that's... that's textures. They, they've been... Textures and lighting. They've been pushing that shit since and fucking PS5 effects. was announced. Ray tracing. The fog look effects. Look at this. Yeah, fog effects. Look at these. And I think they look great. However, there are certain cases where I'm sitting there, I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather pick the PS4 version. I mean, it's one of those... Just things. so yeah. I could fucking see everything. It, it goes back to this thing, like, because, like, my, I've always said it, and I've always been that person that I do not understand the whole 4K, 60 frames, like, all this shit, lighting, blah, 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 blah. Like, I see it, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't... I think, to me, the PS4 looked great already, but there's people out there that are like, yes, this is what we... Maximilian Dude. Maximilian dude, he did it. He was reacting to this video and he was just like, this is what I wanted. 60 frames, 4K, freaking, and I'm like, fog effects, no more of this. And I'm just like, really? Like, well, in his defense, this is this his favorite is, fucking this game. This is his of favorite time. fucking game ever. Like, this, he has said, like, this is my favorite game. Yeah. So I see him bit, like, not bitching about it, but I see him super Bias. happy about it. I'm just like, I, sure. Sure. This doesn't need to be in a state of play. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Could have been a like, whole fucking to, thing. To this say could have been that like, this is the most memorable, th- memorable thing from the state of play is not putting it at high regards. This is their capstone. Yeah. If this was their capstone, then it's just like you knew that everything else that you were showing during state of play was garbage. Now, this was something that Square Enix could have shown off on their fucking own because what wasn't shown in the state of play was like all this extra bullshit that's being done for the final fantasy seven universe. You got a phone game that's going through pretty much everything that went on in in disc one. There's a fucking battle Royale. They have remasters of the phone games that are coming out so that you can get the fucking story from that shit. Like, that was fairly fucking interesting, right? Yeah. Because, like, I never got a play, chance to play before Crisis. And now I have the chance to play before Crisis. Like, there's actually, like, some interesting shit that's coming out for it. It's just unfortunate that it's on mobile, in my opinion. Like, I think it would have been I better mean, if it yeah. was on the Switch. Mm, I guess. I, I, I don't... I'm not going to hold it against it too much <laughs> i am i guess what i is, just started what is... i started looking into the comments of the of the state of play video on youtube and one guy oh, yeah? it's i'm gonna zoom in on him uh it says uh one jay-z gaming so nothing interesting got it i was just upset that the mobile games i the mobile games look great i even liked the little chibi art style that they had going on with the uh 
redesigns and all that stuff for a traditional, what looks like a traditional version of Final Fantasy VII RP, uh, VII Remake or whatever the hell you want to call it. And it looks great. And just like you said, the fact that you're going to be able to play like all those in-between stories before Crisis, Dirge of Cerberus, like everything that's is after. Yeah, but everything's being told in this. If you're not aware, everything mm-hmm. is being told in this. So I'm just like, that's great. I would want to play that. But I also feel like that's what we're going to get with the remake anyways. And the the Yuffie episode is just the tip of the iceberg of what DLC they're going to keep bringing out if you want the full immersive story that is Final Fantasy VII. Well, think about it. Yuffie is not a character that you have to get in the base game. We're going to have this for Vincent. We're going to have this for, I think, Kate Sith. Kate Sith is... Kate Sith is... You have to have Kate Sith. Yeah. So you're definitely... We're going to get a Dirge of Cerberus too. is what we're basically going to get. And it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other thing? What was the other thing that somebody said? It's like, you can play as... You can play as Yuffie, but you can't play as Red 13. Is what one of the complaints? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The- I remember Yuna saying something like that. She's like, how the fuck am I going to play as as Yuffie and not play as fucking Red 13? This is bullshit. Yeah, Red 13's a good boy. He's the best boy. I don't get the Battle Royale. Fuck fuck me. All right? I don't give a shit about Like, why? Why? I don't know. (laughs) I I love the fucking meme that came out of it. It was just like leaks from the fucking uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Battle Royale, and it's the ending scene from fucking... um, what is it? Crisis Core? When Zack dies and Cloud's like screaming oh, over no. his dead body and it's like number one winner. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, Wait, Zack dies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bet no, no, I know we fuck around and joke about that. The best fucking one, and I saw it. When when Seven Remake came out, someone was like, Oh man, said said something about Aerith. And I guess this was a young person was just like, She what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you should play uh, the base games, motherfuckers. <laughs> but there's a lot of people. That shit's great. You know, and I was having this argument. I was having this, not argument, this conversation with a friend. And they were talking about how they're tired of, you know, all these remakes and ports and remasters and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it's the easy way out for these companies to not only reach a newer audience, but also make money to the older audience. Whether they love it or hate it, they're still going to end up buying with minimal it. work. Yeah, it's minimal work. And so, but it is true. It's I would not call Final Fantasy VII Remake minimal work. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one. <laughs> you know, like, no. So, like, I, I I, can understand where you're going, but I am prime. What is it? Like, prime. I, I am the per- people who they, who they market to because I would love to see my favorite games be updated into a modern setting. Like, imagine, and we keep on fucking talking about this, Corey. Imagine Legend of Dragoon fucking getting a modern take. That would be fucking insane. If they were to do it right, then, yeah, fucking go for it. Okay, certain certain remasters and remakes are minimal work. But the the thing is... There are some remakes and remasters that you're just like, they didn't do fucking shit in this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like the, the Mario collection that just came out recently. 100% agree with you. But, like, when they actually take their time and fucking do a solid fucking remake, and you say, like, that's a good-ass fucking job. I'm all about that shit. Certain games can get away with the fucking remasters, you know? There are certain PS2 and definitely PS3 games that you can say, okay, that probably just needs a remaster. 
Yeah. Demon Souls definitely needed a remake. That game was ugly as fucking sin. But <laughs> Fuck not Souls. the point. The thing is that at the end of the day, all this shit is subjective. Just because you don't like something yeah. or you don't agree with something, there's going to be somebody else who does. Yeah. At the end of the day, it shouldn't be so much of you saying, like, that didn't make it need a remake, not making fun of you. But, like, you have to sit there and be like, was that a solid, like, high-quality product that they are putting out there for the fans who give a shit? Yeah. That's, that should be the, the approach at the end of the day. Right. Well, the state of play was fucking garbage. It was. Yeah, it was trying trash. It was shit. It so was. fuck this shit. Cool. Chris, Dude. what the fuck have you been doing this week? Fucking video. So I did not get a chance to fucking um, stream this week. I've had a few personal things come up. I'm fine. Everyone around me is on fire. Um, <laughs> that's the best way that I can put it. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it. You're the actual meme. Um, You're the actual dog sitting in front of his table with a coffee. This cup. is fine, and this is fine. What terrifies fine. me yeah. is that Chris is the one that's the stable one here. That's <laughs> what, dude. I have always been the fucking stable one. That which terrifies is like, me. Which is weird. <laughs> which is weird. But like, I don't want to. I don't want to make the podcast my own personal fucking sob story. So that's what streams are for. Um. Anyway, <sighs> that's not the, what those uh, are for. <laughs> I can tell you right now, that's not what those are for. Yeah. Um, Yo, y'all, get into this fucking channel. This dude's crying. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Monday, Tuesday was I put out the review on Mega Visions for Guilty Gear Strive. So go read that. Help me out. If I get 500 hits at the very least, I get a bonus. I'm sitting at 200 something. So definitely go go fucking read that shit and tell your friends. Have them fucking read that shit. Give me money. Give you money. (laughs) Outside of that, I've, I've been working on this fucking Guilty Gear video. I had taken a break to play the Strive beta. I had tried to get it out this month because I want to get a video out every single month. This obviously didn't happen, so I'm going to try to do two next month. I'm about 80% done with Guilty Gear Part 1, and then Guilty Gear Part 2 will come out at the end of March. And then April, I'm probably going to do Strive. And that will be it for Guilty Gear for a very long time. Thank and fucking I'm God. Go other projects. <laughs> no, f- fuck you. You like Guilty Gear. I don't want to hear it. The game's I garbage. Don't hear it. No, it's not. No, it's not. Worst beta I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Lies. Lies. I didn't even fucking touch this beta. So. You would like the game. 100% you would fucking like the game. I'm interested in I mean, it. After you mentioned that it's it was easy, like It's Fighter, easy enough for you, like, Corey. Let's go. My only gripe, yeah. my only gripe now is, is that like because we're, I'm getting involved in this, you know, the FGC and getting into these tournaments and whatnot. That I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is gonna be my first PlayStation Five fighting game that I'll pick up, but it's not crossplay, so I'm like, I have to get it for the PC then, right? If I want to play mm-hmm. with people and if I want to jump yes. on the tourneys, I need a new drive. <laughs> I need an external hard drive now. Cause I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, get it on PC, man. Chad says, "Where's Biking? Zero out of ten. <laughs> She's DLC. She's a waifu. You like? You need an excuse to buy her, bro. That's Yo, we got means. Eno. If we got Eno, I think we might get Biking in this one. We're definitely gonna get Biking. Bike Biking's too important of a character to. Like, oh yeah, they got that. Anji. Biking has to be in there. Yeah, the Anji. I think was her uh, was her rival during uh, X and Two X. So. Yeah, that's probably going to fucking happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if she'd be like season one DLC. Anyway, beyond that, 
I picked oh. up Bravely Default 2. Hold on. Go go ahead, Corey. I was going to say, did you see... So you're aware of the Midnight... You're aware with a lot of the cover art and stuff from uh, mm-hmm. the Guilty Gear music. Did you see the homage that an artist did of the new Eno style to the old... Uh, yes. The, I'm going to see if I can find, find it. Yes. Th- this one? This one where... Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, one that's yeah, like yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that shit is fucking dope. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, and I'll I'll try and look for this. No, um, besides fucking Guilty Gear writing and bullshit, um, obviously I'm probably going to be doing a review for that for Mega Visions. I have been playing Bravely Default. Bravely Default Two came out. I want to say like two or three days ago, maybe. If you never played the Bravely Default series, it is a reimagining of the um, what is it called? The Final Fantasy games. Where, like, the old school Final Fantasy games, probably uh-huh. starting from, like, uh, Final Fantasy 3 onward, where it was, like, a very big emphasis on, like, job classes and shit like that. And what's cool about it is that in order to speed up the pace of those games, you can stack your turns on each other. If you've played fucking uh, Octopath Traveler, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because Octopath Traveler got that idea from the first Brilly default on the DS or the 3DS. Yeah. It's... It's a JRPG. It's a traditional JRPG. It's cool. I like it so far. I'm only, I'm only, I just got it. So I'm only about like two or three hours in. It's, it's fun. It's, it is a JRPG. Just so right up your alley. Right up my alley. It is perfectly fine. Is it grind heavy? Outside. Yeah. uh, I'm playing on hard mode. So it's going to be. Uh, If you play that shit on like easy or medium, you'll probably have an easy time getting through the story. Nice. I'll stick to my Trials of Mana. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. play Trials of Mana. That's fine. So that's really like the extent of everything that I was doing. Unfortunately, I did not have the... I had a productive week. I did not have an eventful week. That's what it was. So That's that's kind of like mine was too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull up my docket here. So we played the uh, we played the Blizzard Retro Arcade Collection. I don't understand why they call this an arcade collection because none of these three games came out in arcade. But uh, no, no, none of them. They came to home home consoles. <laughs> Lost Vikings was on uh, Genesis and Super Nintendo. Same with Rock and Roll Racing, and then Blackthorn was on the 32x, I believe. So I don't think any of them were in the in arcades. But anyway, we played uh, we played Rock and Roll Racing. Uh, that game's still fucking good with four player. I had terrible internet that night. I don't know if it was because of a recent Windows update, and uh, I had so many people connected to my computer in Parsec. But that doesn't make any sense because I hosted the entire 24-hour marathon with Parsec. So I don't know what happened to my internet, but that VOD got muted because you cannot change the music in four-player mode. So, <laughs> But no, game's still great. We got some really good uh, bits out of it, some clips. Uh, I got to go through and take care of those. But the game's solid. The collection's only 20 bucks. I did play a little bit of Lost Vikings because I've never played Lost Vikings before. I heard that's that game's a, really good. That's a weird good. fucking game. It's a puzzle game where you control three different characters that have three different abilities. Mm-hmm. So, like, one character is the only one that can jump and run and smash into walls to knock them down. The other mm-hmm. character is the only character with a shield. So, it's the only character that can that can stop projectiles. And then the other character is the only one that can attack. So you have to control all three of them without die. Like if one of them dies, then you lose the level. Oof. So I was playing it. It's different. I would have to sit there for a while. I played the first couple levels, uh, just making sure things were working right. And I was just like, 
man, this is fucking weird is all I can say. But I mean, it weird. Okay. But was it good? Was it fun? It, I'm interested to go back to it. If that says anything. Okay. Well, there's that. So, uh, I haven't played Blackthorn yet, but rock and roll racing is still fucking fun as hell, especially with four people. Like I really want to play that. I heard that rock and roll racing is sick. It's really good. It's I mean, after right after that stream, me, Scotty, and Kusanagi all bought the rock and roll racing T-shirt from the Blizzard website. So, because <laughs> I'm just like, who has a rock and roll racing T-shirt? Like, there it is. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I thought it was funny because like so. we we tried it out. You and I briefly tried it out too, Corey. When you were like, "Oh, can somebody just try something out on Parsecs really quick?" And then we uh we did a little bit of rock and roll racing, and I was just like, "Oh, this is pretty interesting," because I didn't realize that they actually had the music. Like I know you had mentioned it, but yeah. I was just like, I didn't think they actually had like the tracks and the vocals and everything. Yeah, in the, defi- it. the definite edition does. So yeah. yeah, and then uh and then like we're just like running around. He's like racing, kicking ass, and all that stuff. And then at one point, I'm just like, I'm just gonna go on the opposite track, do what Eddie does, and just fucking cause chaos. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did what Scotty does when Scotty's <laughs> losing. So, uh, but no, what's really interesting is the extra stuff they put in that collection. They put pictures from 1991 to like 2003 of the employees and like their offices and stuff like that. There's That's interviews cool. with the original like people that created these games and all that Solid. stuff. There's uh there's actual fucking scan what blew my mind and I still can't believe it is they actually scanned the boxes that the game like they flattened the Super Nintendo boxes and scanned them in. So like I don't know if those were like somebody's like copies that they had, but you can like, like their zoom personal in. collection. Yeah, you can zoom in and see like the creases in the cardboard and all that. Like it was, you, it's a legit scan, and I thought that was super fucking cool. They have all the promotional posters from like Inside Nintendo uh, Power and all the other magazines. It's real. It was a bunch of extra stuff on there that they didn't have to put on there that made it really cool. Like so much was. I mean, if they came out with a physical version of this, I would one hundred percent buy it. But it's only digital right now. Yeah, because it'd be wild to have that in a physical form just to keep it as a collector's just, item and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love like that the games that we grew up like art books and shit and design books and all that stuff. So they had they have like design models like first sketches of like this is what we're thinking for the Lost Vikings and they showed off the characters. I was just like that's fucking cool, that's so cool. But uh, all right, what else did I do? Speaking of Blizzard stuff, I'm back into WoW Classic, so uh, it was of good to see y'all. It was really cool to be friends with y'all. <laughs> I'll never see you guys ever again in my life. So. <laughs> No, uh, I so grinding in that leveling in that game is fucking tough, man. I don't want to hear anyone say like, "Oh, I hate leveling in retail." And fuck you, fuck you is all I have to say. I've been playing this game for almost a week, and I'm just now level twenty. So, <laughs> but I'm having fun with it. I'm trying to find a leveling guild to get into. Uh, I was talking to my friend that's she technically has never stopped playing WoW since we picked it up in like 2007. So uh, I was talking to her about it. She goes. You need to join a leveling guild, and they're gonna help you out. And you'll be able, it'll be a lot. That game is always more fun with friends. MM, we've talked about how MMOs are just better with friends. So, I don't, I've been playing it. One of the reasons I'm leveling it is because in the Burning Crusade, that is come the new next expansion that's coming. Shaman heals are like S tier, and that is exactly what I'm gonna be as a shaman healer when I'm in Burning Crusade. So I'm excited for that shit. What's so good about shaman healers? It was just we, like, very easy heals with, like, minimal mana out, like, consumption. Like, your mana consumption to, like, healing output is a very good ratio. And 
don't know. I guess it's because we uh, shamans have access to like so many totems that totems do different things. Mm-hmm. So like having that versatility. Also, there's an ability that back then only shamans had called bloodlust, where if you pop bloodlust, it boosts everyone's like attack speed, melee attack speed, casting speed. It it ups all that by thirty percent for like twenty seconds. That's wild. So you do that on a boss fight when you got to push through a DPS phase or just have to get through that last little bit of health, and there you go. What's crazy is in in classic WoW right now, alliance do not have shamans, so they do not have bloodlust. Did they so, ever get access to that? I'm assuming they did. They do in Burning Crusade because one of their mm-hmm. the new races that they get can be shamans. Same thing. So right now, Horde can't have Paladins. Only Paladins are on the Alliance side. Only Shamans are on the Horde side. But in Burning Crusade, it changes that to where everybody can get it. Because people are like, this is bullshit that we don't get this Bloodlust ability just because we're playing a certain faction. And I was like, well, don't play the shitty faction. So play the good one, which is Horde. But anyway, besides that, we had another, We technically beat the first part of the Gen 2 Nuzlocke Challenge. Nice. Nice. The first part was beating the Elite Four for the first time. We we did that. Unfortunately, we le- we had to, we did the grind. We leveled everybody up to level fifty, except for Heracross. That one went up to level fifty five, and we unfortunately got greedy on the Bruno fight and we lost our Politoed. So that was our only loss. But even Connor, who the Politoed was named after, he goes, "Nah, it's fine. There's a lot better Pokemon in Kanto." So <laughs> he's like, "It's fine for me to get replaced." So. Surprisingly enough, fucking the Steelix that I got, the Steelix I got, the only thing that sucked was its attack was one of the abilities that is lowered. And I think it's like its special defense was uh, uh, like higher. And I was just like, shit, like that was the one stat that I didn't want to be affected. But Steelix is a fucking great addition to have when you're fighting Lance. I did not notice this, but like. When he brought out the Aerodactyl, I just brought out Steelix. And Steelix, lit- he could literally do nothing to me. Like, because of the defense and the typing. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. One of his uh, Dragonites came out and was using had Thunder, which doesn't affect me. And it was, like, using a move that didn't do that much. And Connor just goes, dude, you should set up. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me just use Curse four times. <laughs> and I one-shotted the rest of his Pokemon. So... Steelix, who is a solid unit we've nicknamed, Steelix did fucking d- very good work. I was very, I was skeptical to like not put that Pokemon on my team because of the attack uh, debuff that it had. But nah, mm-hmm. Steelix there. And we don't even have, uh, so there's a, so the build that I'm going to go with, because Steelix is so s- slow, it can learn mm-hmm. a move called Gyro Ball, which Gyro oh, Ball is. Oh, yeah, a- yeah, yeah. And I have the Lagging Tail, which I can make it hold. And it has Curse. So I'm about to make this thing speed be one, and it's going to fuck everybody's day. So. You know what would be crazy? You set up. And just just like, I don't remember if it has it in this gen. I'm pretty sure it does. But like, if you were to teach Steelix Trick Room, and oh, then yeah. set up, <laughs> then use Trick Room, and now Steelix is the fastest fucking Pokemon on the field. Well, that would fuck over Gyro Ball then. Well, uh, no, like- is, it, is it dependent on what his... Speed stat is currently, I or just what its know. base speed is. I don't know. I think it would be so. If you, f- I, I don't know. We have uh, Pokemon uh, experts in the fucking chat, <laughs> so they can answer that for you. Okay, so, there you go. Chat says that Gyro Ball only has five PP. We got PP ups. 
We'll get the pee-pee up. We got to make the pee-pee bigger. So there you go. Gyro ball does we, we more have... damage the slower you are. Yeah, so if you use Trick Room and you make yourself fast, then it's not going to do shit. But anyway, that's really the only major things I've done this week. I had a work. I, I adopted a new phrase this week. And I uh, anyone can say it. It technically has no bad words in it. So children okay. can say this. Okay. If something just really has not gone your way, you can just say, man, that sucks a fart. Like, you can just say that. Like, technically no bad words in that whatsoever. It's a little dirty, like but <laughs> you don't like that? You're like, I don't like I that. I don't like that one bit. I don't like it. So this week has sucked a fart work-wise and school-wise. So, Oh, we also play some Snowboard Kids too. That game's still good because the last level always makes me rage. It always makes me rage just because it's the difficulty ramp from, like, two levels before that level and then that level is stupid. And now it's not even the new game plus. We just beat the game for the first time all the way through. So we're going to go back and play the new game. The new game plus is actually easier because you get some broken ass boards in the post game. That like there's one game if you're able to get it, it's called the Dragon Board. You constantly always have a rocket attached and you always have feathers on your board. So by the time everybody finishes the first lap, you beat the you beat the race. <laughs> it's stupid. Like it's really That's dumb. wild. I also did not know, I have to look, pull this up, there's a Snowboard Kids game that I did not know about, which, it's called Snowboard Kids Plus, which apparently was on, let me find it, it was only in Japan on the PlayStation 1, and what is so weird to me is I found a YouTube video that streamed it back in like 2017, let me see if I can find it, but like the game, I don't know if it was just his recording, but the game doesn't look super great. And it went from... And the N64 version looks really good. But this version, I was looking at it. The graphics don't look as great. The music's okay. There's a lot more characters. There's a lot more music in it. So I'm pretty sure you could get this for like... I think a complete copy is like 50 bucks. But not, not a lot of people are selling this fucking game. So I would also have to get like a... I mean, I could... I mean, worst comes to worst, I could just emulate it. But I would like to get a physical copy of it, but I would also have to get a, a Japanese PlayStation 1 as well. So PlayStation 2, yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're actually not that 2. expensive. Okay. It's just, it amazes me. A game franchise that I've loved so much, I did not know that there was a game out there that I never knew about. I um, mean, like, it came out Japan exclusive for the PlayStation at the time. Not a lot of people were talking about imports. So That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised that you didn't know about it. Yeah, because the only imports people were talking about back then for the PlayStation 1 were the Dragon Ball Z ones or the Dragon Ball GT games, you mm. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All the fucking weebs talk, running their mouth <laughs> and shit. I don't know. I'm just watching this game, and I'm, I am I need to get my hands on it to see how it is. It's so. probably shit. It's probably... All right. <laughs> Fuck you, too, then. It's probably shit. Uh, I mean... What is, what is the other Snowboard Kids game? Did you ever play like the DS or the 3DS one? No, I'm pretty sure. Fuck those was... games. Fuck those games? Those, those. But, but you're those a Snowboard not... Kids fan. Yeah, you're They're sp- not Snowboard Kids games. Those are you're... not. We're, those are the redheaded stepchildren we don't talk oh, about. Shit. So... <laughs> don't, don't be like that. Oh, okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> you like every game in a franchise you love. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> that... Yeah. You no. guys like Sonic. I don't hear shit from y'all. Sonic so... <laughs> and Knuckles. That's what it is. Knuckles. All right. That's all I got for my week. Eddie. My. Hit me with some details. To, to, quote, to quote Corey, 
my weekend was pretty suck a fartish. <laughs> it's pretty of the sucking of the fart variety. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, the weekend was the week. The week overall was pretty good. Like I didn't really do much. That might be a new tornado jones shirt there you go hashtag suck a fart well somebody was asking <laughs> so... for somebody was asking for that on a coffee cup and uh guinea pig mom said i will happily sit my coffee out of a suck a fart cup with my big boss <laughs> in the same room <laughs> uh nice. i got some merchandising to work on then so Gross. i will be back <laughs> there you go so, yeah. it's all about supply and demand if people are demanding it i'm gonna supply it that's all so. that's all it's all about yeah um, yeah, my week, my week was, uh, pretty minimal. Like I just, uh, basically streamed. I was wondering what the hell was going to happen with the internet and whatnot. Uh, the two games that basically took over my week was, uh, I did a full playthrough of Super Mario Brothers 3, the Super Nintendo version, not the Nintendo version, but the Super Nintendo version. Okay. Um, we did all worlds, all levels, uh, it took me about seven hours to complete, which what? sucked. Yeah. Which sucked <laughs> because seven and the world seven and eight were the ones that were like, everything was fine. Like, I was having a good time. And I was like, you know what this game is? It's got charm. It's got, like, the music. And it's got this. And, like, what's up? Let me ask you. When's the last time you've played this game? A long time ago. A long, okay. long, okay. long time ago. Okay. Yeah. I forget that people aren't insane like us. They're like, uh, have you guys been to my weekly N6, uh, uh, Super Mario 64 <laughs> playthrough? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, see, you guys. I play this game at least once a month. See, you gotta, you gotta see. So, to you guys, Super Mario Brothers 3 is that game. To me, it's Super Mario World and Super Mario 64. Those are the games that I constantly replay every single month, okay. and not every other month. That's fine. But Super Mario Brothers That's 3 fine. was the last time I played it, I wanna say, was maybe six to seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. So it took, fair enough. Yeah. So it took me about seven hours. Uh, it was great. Like we we went through it. You know, um, we beat Bowser. I didn't do any uh save states or replays on that one. Actually, no. I'm good. Lying. I'm I'm lying. I did because I was down to World Eight, and I had progressed at one point that I was like so far into it that if I had if I lost my last life, I would revert all the way back to the beginning. I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not doing this again. Fuck this. I'm beating it tonight. Blah 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 blah. I can't say... I have to ask you. Yeah. I have to ask you. So, in World 8, the castle that's not Bowser, how long did it take you to beat that fucking castle? The castle that's not Bowser. The one where yeah, you the, have the, to the the middle hit the castle. P button, and the there's, like, all the different doors that show oh, up, yeah. and it's at oh, the no. very I, I, end. Yeah, I died, like, fucking five or six times on that one. And I was asking chat, too. Like, it was so funny, because people were like, do you want me to tell you? And I'm like, yes, tell me where the hell this is. And then just be like... <laughs> silence and i'm like they're like seeing me suffer <laughs> like they like see me suffer that one and there's a level in uh in the ice world that's the same one that you have to fly up into with a yeah with a turtle mm-hmm. shell yeah, yeah. That that's, one that's the one that i caught i caught eddie doing that one i'm just like you gotta fly up dude the majority the majority of the part yeah the majority of the times i did figure out like what i needed to do it was very memorable there was like things that i was just like oh like this i, I remember i remember this but there were some worlds that were like i don't remember this world at all and they're like, and then somebody pointed out in chat, they were just like, well, if you skip it all the time. And I'm like, that's yeah. true. If I warp through it all the time, I'm never going to remember you it. You forget and, it. And that's mm-hmm. true. So we, we ended up beating that one. And then the remake, uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, or the remaster, whatever you guys want to call it. Oh, the, man. the new one yeah. that came out. Resurrected. Resurrected was, I don't know if you want to call it the Twitch game, but a lot of the retro streamers were playing it. A lot of the challenging retro streamers were playing it. And everybody I was have up. seen that. Yeah. And so, Donkey's been playing it right now. So I was kind of like, I want to play it, but at the same time, I'm like, if I've never even beaten the, any of the original ones, I don't deserve to play this one. <laughs> so I took it upon myself 
and I challenged myself at Super Ghouls and Ghosts. And the first wave, the first run, because you got to beat that game, you got to beat the run twice to get the actual ending. The first mm-hmm. run took me eight hours. And I was just like, and that was an accomplishment for me because I could never get past the first stage overall. Like to me, yeah, to me, game's hard. To me, the challenge was like, if I make it through the first stage, I'm good. And then I was just like, well, let's yeah. see how far we can keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. And then we finally made it. So then I'm like, all right, I used the safe state and I came back the next day, which was yesterday. And power goes out as soon as I start streaming. You know, I'm out of power for like about an hour and a half. You know what I mean? That sucks. Yeah. So I'm just here sitting in the dark with my cat, just chilling, like nothing's going, like, you know, that's all we can do. Yeah. I and, 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 and the worst part about it is like, I'm over here and I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind. And I'm going on my phone and I'm going on Instagram and I'm going on Twitter and I'm going on streams and the stream gets janky because I got a shitty data service here. And all along, I'm like, what the fuck can I do? And then about like 10 minutes before the power comes back on, I'm like, oh yeah, I have a fully charged switch there. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Like I completely just for- sat there the whole time. I completely <laughs> forget that it's, it's always sitting in the dock and I can just be like, bloop, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. It's portable. Yeah. <laughs> so if the power finally came back on, internet was kind of acting up, but it was still stable enough for me to stream. We went to the we went to wave two, which is basically the I don't even know how to what word to describe, but it was like the complete destruction and destroying of whatever s- streaming soul I had in Super oh, Ghouls and Ghosts because. It took me about... Because the real game started. Then. Yeah, it took me about like three hours to get to the final part of the game. And then the remaining three hours of the stream was trying to go through the same thing over and over and over. And I couldn't freaking do it. And then the internet nice. starts acting up. The, the, the video starts getting delayed. Chat isn't keeping up. People are trying to like cheer me up, and I'm like, I'm not having it. <laughs> and it's like, this is Demon Fuck Souls again. I'm like, this is Demon Souls again. <laughs> and then, pe- and then people were just like, because I had a death counter on there, and like someone was like, one of the uh, one of the viewers is like, dude, if you hit 300, I'm gonna gift the sub. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna make sure I don't hit 300, so you don't give me no sub. <laughs> like, I'm like trying to be like. It was just so crazy. I mean, I'd have died like forty times right there, dude. I, I ended, give me money. I ended up, I dude. It was so frustrating. I got up, I stretched out, I like took a breather. I came back. Nothing happened. People were coming in with the raids and rooting me on, and I'm just like, I can't do it. Guys are like, you can do it. And I'm just like, I can't. I'm trying. This is impossible. And then eventually, after I hit three hundred and fifty deaths total playthrough, Jesus fucking Christ, I was like. I cannot do this. I was like, today is not the day. I was like, and it was just like to the point where like, I was just like this. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm tired. Guys, it's over. We're moving on. <laughs> like, it was just like, so, de- and then I went to go play some, uh, like some games with some friends. We were playing Among Us and stuff like that. And I was getting like messages like, dude, are you okay? You sound like, like, like everything's all right. Like you bummed out. I'm like, my soul is like left my body. I'm like completely defeated right now. Like the internet's fucking up and this game kicked my ass. I like how ghosts and goblins did that. <laughs> and I'm like, stupid G and G fucked me over. And then people were like telling me, and, and then the worst part, it comes back to the same thing. Like last time I said the story, right? 
with Mortal Kombat 2, how it took me five hours to beat that damn game. And then we went to Outworld's channel and Outworld beat it in eight minutes. And I'm just like, fucking A. I'm fucking idiot crazy, right? Same thing happened with Super Ghouls and Ghosts is I'm doing I'm doing the Super Ghouls and Ghosts run. There's a guy in there named Throg TV who basically did a near deathless run in like three hours. And I'm like, both loops. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's wild. Yeah, and I'm just like, like he went through the first loop, no hit, no death. And then like he went through the second one and then he choked, but he still managed to beat the game. And I'm just like, I fuck, man. Like, I maybe I shouldn't play these games. And he's like, no, man, you got this. You can do it. Like, la, la, la. And now the retro community is like, dude, if you start up with this, then you're going to have to do the other one. Someone's already telling me that I need to play Battletoads. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking play Battletoads. Like, that's going to be the It's a staple, man. You got to do I'm it. I'm like, that's the one. That I'm, I'm like, after this one, I'm going to do maybe Ninja Gaiden and Castlevania 1 without save states and stuff like that. I kind of want to challenge myself at Contra 3. But Super Ghouls and Ghosts destroyed me this weekend along with the internet along with the power outages and everything hell yeah and and it ravaged his bathole dude it got him destroyed <laughs> destroyed nothing but hate and discontent i love it dude it, it was so and it was like the crazy thing about it too is like you would see like there would be like times where i'd be like all right cool like this is going on like this this is the, and then like that one crucial moment and it's like no words coming out of my mouth it's just me going <laughs> yeah, I was there for that. That's what the, that's what the, the streamers want. Yeah, and I'm like, why do you think people come to my fucking stream? <laughs> and and I'm like, I'm just like doing that or the or the, the this one where I'm just like, it's over. These fuckers wouldn't care if I had a high blood. People pressure. love the drama. Yeah, that's what it is. And, people and, love the drama. And the great thing, right? The great ones are where I'm like, I swear to God, I'm having a heart attack, and people are like, don't die. And I'm like, <laughs> well, if you, you die, we'll call you a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, yo, did you see this bitch die gonna, on camera? <laughs> I get a call 911 in the chat. just like, you bitch. Yeah, you get bitch. up. Yeah, get up. Get Stop up. faking it. Suck it up. Really don't want to beat Gregos and Goblins, huh? Yeah, dude. So it was, it was, uh, no, I got that one too. Fake a like, whole there, heart attack. There, there was one where I think the, the stream started stuttering and it cut off for a bit. And somebody's just like, oh, he's faking it. His internet's actually working. He just doesn't want to play the game. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> he's kicking his Wi Fi router. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my he was kicking his PS5 accidentally the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> you salty bitch. And, and then, and then there was the uh, I had the uh, Costco troll that came in on that channel, which was fucking hilarious as shit. And this was at the beginning of the stream, so I was like, kind of calm. If he would have caught me at the end, it would have probably been a different situation. But this guy comes in and it's like, his name is Costco. Sponsor me. And I'm like, oh damn! Okay. Like, I'm like, that'd be wild if Costco does sponsor you. I mean, like, hell yeah! Why the fuck wouldn't you want to get Costco to sponsor you? And then immediately, this guy walks in. It's like, uh, comes into my channel and follows and says, Costco official Twitch. Like, and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking trolls. And I'm like, oh shit, Costco official Twitch. And they're like, oh, you know, like based on what we're seeing, like, uh, we wouldn't want to sponsor you because you're not that good at this game. Like, blah 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 blah. And like, yada yada yada. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm that's like, funny. And I'm like, Costco, Costco, that's fine. I'm like, that's fine, Costco, because I'm more of a Sam's Club kind of guy anyway. So, like, oh, I appreciate man. the offer. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate the offer, but like, you know, thanks. And then, like, five minutes later, Sam's Club official Twitch just followed you. And I'm like, 
you gotta Hell be yeah. kidding me. And they're like, and this, dude, yeah. and this dude's just like, and the same thing. He's like, based on what we heard you talk about Costco, like blah, 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 blah. We can't sponsor somebody who, you know, degrades another company. And like this, this. I'm like, dude, I'm defending you first and foremost. I'm saying that I want to side with you. <laughs> you are feeding like, into the trolls like, like, so hard. And I'm like, and I'm like, but, but I'm all mm. calm and collected, right? Mm. I'm like, I'm like, you understand, like, this doesn't make any sense what you're doing because I'm on your side. Even if you're trolling me, I'm still trying to get sponsored. It doesn't matter, Eddie. You gave him attention yeah i gave that him attention the so then eventually eventually it was i tell you what because i think he said something in the lines of like he's like i think like the ending of it was just like well either way you got to get good in the game and i'm just like yeah <laughs> ben <laughs> i was like fuck this and i'm like i'm done with it but that was that was my week that was my weekend it was full of super mario brothers 3 and and freaking ghosts and ghouls and ghosts. There was a point in time where like these people were coming in raid, and my raid call like it was like I have it down to a T where I say my raid intro and all that stuff. I'm currently suffering super ghouls and ghosts, and then there was a time where I'm like I'm currently suffering and ghost goose. I don't even know what the fuck game I'm playing anymore. Like fuck this game. Like la da da. And goose then there was like, and there was like three times gobbledygooks. Dude, there was like three times that like I was so fucking out of it that apparently I muted myself during a raid. So people would come in and I'd be like, <laughs> and they're like, dude, you're mute on chat. And I'm like, you got production levels of my level over there. Dude, it, That game destroyed nice. everything. That was me. And fuck that game. I'm coming for it. <laughs> I'm coming for it. Damn You'll it. Never beat it. Yeah. You'll never beat it. Bullshit. Rude. Yeah. But that was my week. That was my, that's what I've been cool. up to. All right, we're back. A dinosaur story. All right, we're back. I need to rewatch that. I don't know if it still holds up or not. Mm, I saw it. I think I saw that like a few months ago. It's, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It just randomly showed up on like television. And my okay. wife was just like, no, we need to culture Alexi and have him watch it. <laughs> he loved it. But fucking like... It was weird hearing all these dead people talk to me, like all the dead people that I grew up with Shit. fucking talk <laughs> in the fucking movie. <laughs> Who was in that movie? Yeah, I'm sure. It's weird for now. when dead people talk to me, too. So <laughs> anyway, go anyway, on. I'm sorry. Are we good? Are yeah, we we're good? good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> All right. Let's go into it. So, uh, the evil has been slain. Anthem turns to dust. Further development on Anthem has been canceled. Bioware Austin Studio Director Christian Daly announced today. Quote, I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on. Uh, we've been working on, Daly wrote. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work, and for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware, and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my career. Anthem originally released in 2019, Bioware's attempt to glom onto the success of live service games like Destiny. It was e easily criticized for feeling incompetent, forcing Bioware to return to the drawing board in pursuit of a No Man's Sky-style reboot. Earlier this month, it was reported that Anthem publisher EA would soon be making a final decision on whether to continue bankrolling attempts to overhaul the project. 
Daly's ex- explanation also puts blame on the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, forcing the studio to adopt work-from-home strategies for not being able to meet expectations. Quote, Games de- game development is hard, Daly added. Succinct. I can't say that word. Anyway, summing up the last year, <laughs> decisions like these are not easy. <laughs> Who saw that this sucks. coming? We got to play this. We got to play it before everything goes down. <laughs> I hate that Zombie Hunter was just like, the only reason why fucking Anthem failed is because Chris refused to save it. And I'm like, it would not run on my <laughs> PS4 at all. Wasn't it breaking like, PS4s at one point or something like that? Yes! Yeah. What wasn't it doing at some point, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> Anthem had one of the craziest development and release cycles. Like, right now, the hot thing is the shit on fucking Cyberpunk 2077. That has nothing on, like, what the shit show is for Anthem. Like, absolutely nothing. Anthem is, like, the biggest fuck-up of the last (laughs) decade. Like, it is insane, everything that was going on. Like, you faked a fucking trailer for E3. Nobody in development knew what the fuck you were talking about or what you were doing. They didn't even know what the name was. Like, they they tried implementing the weather physics. I forgot they faked that. I forgot they faked that trailer. Yeah, and, and that was, like, the first time that people were saying, yo, maybe EA is not really the bad guys here because EA uh, directors were just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, Anthem, what are those? What are those? <laughs> Anthem was just fucked over, like, completely. Because I remember even at one point, and this ties into the whole Andromeda thing, right, with Mass Effect, where, like, half of the team was taken from that to work on Anthem. And it still came out yeah. to the shit show. And now people from Anthem are being taken over to the Dragon Age team. Yeah. Do Dragon Age's make a break? Let me know if this is our pivot because we could just fucking get into it. Because these, <laughs> I mean, these they stories... go coincide with each other, so go ahead. That's a yeah, hell of a it. segue. <laughs> so, Electronic Arts removes multiplayer mode from Dragon Age game in a big pivot. Video game publisher Electronic Arts Incorporated has made the pivot into the next game of the popular Dragon Age series, allowing developers to remove all planned multiplayer components from the game, according to people familiar with the project. Dragon Age is a series of fantasy games from the EA-owned developer BioWare. The next Dragon Age, which doesn't yet have an official title or release date, has previously been designed with a heavy multiplayer component, as per the people, uh, said the people who asked not to be named as they were not authorized to speak to the press. In recent months, it had transformed into a single-player-only game after EA was stung by a recent multiplayer flop. The move is a significant shift for Redwood City, California-based EA, which in recent years has pushed almost all of its games to include online components that can be monetized for their releases. As video game budgets have grown significantly more expensive, publishers like EA have looked towards the alternative revenue streams. One popular route is to fill a game with optional gear that can be purchased for small fees. Another is to continually update a game with new content over time, charging players for access. Chief Executive Officer Andrew Wilson called this trend known as Games a Service as the foundation for a future in the 2019 interview with Game, da- uh, game Daily Biz. Diverging trajectories of two recent games changed the minds of Wilson and other executives at EA, according to other people. One of them was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a single-player game released in November 2019 that won critical acclaim and outperformed EA sales expectations, reaching more than 10 million players in its first four months. The second was BioWare's Anthem, a multiplayer game that was widely panned when it launched. 
The game's shown that single-player games could still be lucrative and that Bioware, traditionally known for its single-player role-playing games, might be better off returning to its roots. A spokesman for EA declined to comment. The next Dragon Age first entered development in 2015, but the fall of 2017, EA and Bioware rebooted the game to push for a long-term monetization scheme. The change led to the departure of creative director Mike Laidlaw and caused some employees to dismiss the game as Anthem with Dragons. <laughs> EA announced that the new Dragon Age in 2018, but had not shared details since then. Behind the scenes, the game has been in a flux, game website Kotaku has reported. During development, some members of BioWare's leadership fought to pivot the next Dragon Age back to a single-player-only game, according to people familiar with discussions. BioWare has also been working on a new game in the sci-fi-based Mass Effect series, as well as a remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy, which will be out in May. The next Dragon Age is seen as critical to the future of BioWare, as its the last two games, Anthem and 2017's Mass Effect Andromeda, were both critical flops. This week, EA canceled a planned improved version of Anthem called Anthem Next. The team of about 30 people that worked on the game was told that it will now develop the next Dragon Age, according to people familiar with the matter. I, yeah. I hope there's one person that's just like, God damn it, I just came from the other team. Now I'm over here. I need y'all to make up your fucking minds. <laughs> but, all right, Larry, calm down. <laughs> I think that there is at least a solid... Two years, solid two years worth of work. Oh yeah, um, for fucking Dragon Age Four, at the minimum. Yeah, I could see that. It's but this goes into the whole thing that everyone's been talking about from like 2011 when they were trying to start with all this monetization bullshit. Like yeah. we got, they started. Sneaking in with the DLC in the mid-2000s and everyone was just like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit, but, you know, this is a trend that they're going for. And then Destiny came out and then all these other games, Call of Duty, all these mon monetization schemes started coming out and EA just like Fortnite. put it in fucking everything. Yep. Put it in fucking everything. And they did. And good. Good. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all I can say. Good. Fuck them. Fuck them. Now, I know that a lot of people, like my, my old roommate who also played Dragon Age uh, Inquisition, loved the multiplayer aspect. You know what? Mass Effect 3's multiplayer was not all that bad. You are able to do multiplayer aspects or multiplayer-only modes for these games, and they can work out. But, like, trying to make everything a game as service? Uh, no. No, it doesn't it's work out. I, I want to go back to the uh, the story because I know we've talked about it before mm -hmm. where uh, they kept saying the – what is it? The uh, first-person players, like the single – not the multiplayer games. The uh, – what the fuck? I can't even think of the name of games it. Games of Service? No, Effect. not Games of Service. Single story mode? See, yeah, there you go. Like those, they're like – people. those don't bring in the money anymore. People don't mm -hmm. want those games anymore. They want all the multiplayer games. That and was like, like 2016 no. that EA yeah. came out in a press conference and said, it's like, oh, yeah, single player games don't sell anymore. I was just like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> I play Jedi Fallen Order, like one of their games. I'm just like, this is an mm -hmm. amazing game. Like, th they could, they can still fucking exist just because they don't bring you mo money in more than once anymore. That's what's crazy is people, companies can like sell a game for $60, like Star Wars Fallen Order. And, you know, no extra DLC or nothing like that. And they'll be like, that doesn't bring us in enough money as, like, this game that costs $20 but has a shit ton of microtransactions. It's crazy, man. It's greed. 
I mean, yeah, it is ultimately greed. I, I just remember that entire like era in gaming. It was like between 2014, maybe even earlier, 2014 to about 2019 when there is just nothing but games of service and ea wasn't the only one that was doing it fucking ubisoft was fucking doing it take two was doing it like everyone was moving towards this games of service standard even in certain games that were falling under microsoft and sony and i mean like sure maybe nintendo also did that shit too but nintendo has always been very very particular about their ips and never really branched out they've always been like three steps behind when it comes to how they implement their games and shit. Yeah, no, they just keep remaking theirs or porting them onto other systems and people keep buying them. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, during that time period, there was a lot of indie games that had come out and was outselling a lot of the major titles. Not, like, the top Mm -hmm. titles, like Destiny and fucking FIFA and Madden and shit like that. But, like, there was indie titles, single-player indie titles that were, like, contending with some of the big dogs and shit like that. So... When when Jedi Fallen Order came out and we were just like, yo, this this is fucking sick. They made six hundred six hundred million dollars in the first four months off that game. You know what? Yeah. Jesus. Six hundred million dollars off of that fucking game. Yeah. First four months. People want to. And yeah, chats. Chats talk about it. other single player games, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, both Spider-Man games, yeah. all of them single player experiences like it's it's dumb it's dumb that we even have to have this fucking conversation people were so fucking surprised that horizon zero dawn did so well at launch at at the at the time of fucking of it coming out like he was the underdog or something (laughs) you know yeah like the same thing goes for god of war like it's it's crazy breath of the wild there's a there's another fucking one so, I mean, single-player games are always going to be there. There's always going to be a market for single-player games. There's always going to be a market for, for games of service. You can have your games of service, but, you know, don't neglect what also sells money. Sells money. Sells copies. <laughs> gets you money. Gets you money. <laughs> sells copies. <you> fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoops. But- <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, it. Uh, fuck it. Whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. Eddie, show. Eddie. Tell me where I can go see all these games. I don't know where you can go show these games anymore because <laughs> E3's 2021's live show has been canceled according to LA Tourism documents. What? What? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's not like there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Shocking nobody. It seems there won't be a big physical live E3 event this year in Los Angeles. As spotted by Resetera, user Roasty Roasty? And reported by Twinfinite. Reset Era. Resetera. Yeah, it's, it's oh, Reset Era. No, it's re- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. No, it's all together in one word, <laughs> so he thought it was fancy. Yeah. <laughs> As spotted by Reset Era, user Roosty? Because it's that O. Roasty. Right? Roasty. And reported by Twinfinite, or Twin Infinite, newly filed documents from the Board of Los Angeles Convention and Tourism Development Commission appear to list E3's 2021's live show as canceled. Earlier this month, it was reported that the Entertainment Software Association was planning to hold E3 2021 completely digitally. This new document, part of a larger 84-page PowerPoint slideshow intended for a March meeting of the board, seems to confirm that an all-digital E3 2021 is indeed happening. In the document, it explains that the city board is working with the ESA production team on broadcast options at the LA Convention Center. 
In a statement given to Kotaku earlier this month, the ESA explained that it was looking to transform the E3 experience this year and that it would soon have more details to share. This document and common sense points towards an E3 2021 that heavily relies on live streaming, pre-recorded segments, and Zoom interviews. Last year, E3 was completely canceled due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Many other events have also canceled large public live shows or conventions due to safety concerns. Fucking duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, How about them? I mean, I LA, also LA is a fucking hotbed right now with the COVID It's a shit. huge hotspot, mm-hmm. dude. I've been seeing like videos of like, just like, like just in the pandemic, like people can't even walk on the sidewalks because of the like homeless and all that stuff as well too, man. It's, it's fucking bad down there is what's going on. I mean, there's like so many crazy things about going on over there, dude. Like, and I mean, like I have family that lives out in California and so I keep getting like the news, the news articles and stuff like that of what's happening. And I think one of my friends was telling me how he's like, he had told me like earlier the gyms were closed. And then he's like, but now they're open, but they're outside, like the equipment's outside. And I'm like, what do you mean the equipment's outside? Because when you're out in the open, it's a lot more safer or whatever you can. But they're inside tents. They're outside inside tents. (laughs) That's what I heard. And I'm like, so I've been hearing that restaurants are doing outside seating, but they sit you all in there and then they zip the tent up. And you're just like, what the fuck? You made a mini house. (laughs) That like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I mean, no, I mean, E3 but, wouldn't be dumb enough to do this shit, man. No, E3 wouldn't be dumb enough to do this shit. But also, not only, I mean, E3 has been a dying convention. Let's be real. That's true. It's been a dying mm-hmm. convention, and I think last year was kind of like the first nail to go into that coffin. That was just kind of like, yeah, we're kind of beating yeah. a dead horse with this already. A lot of people were opting from it. People, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft were well, doing the big their thing own was things. When Jeff Keighley left. Yeah, yeah. So. But no, is anyone going to E3 2021 this year? <laughs> which is no. which is the weird thing too, honestly, because like I it, it all revolves around the pandemic and everything that's going on with the vaccine and whatnot. And I know cuz my mom my mom works at the Staples Center and she's got an mm. email of events that are supposedly scheduled for that with like minimal people, minimal work and stuff like that. And so she's just kind of like thinking, like, am I even going to be able to go back to work? Are they even going to consider me because of her age, her condition currently, you know, things like that. And and like COVID's not just going to go away. It'll still be around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like so and I mean, and it's happening over here where I live at, where like the casinos are basically opening up. They're now open 24 hours again because before there was like a time frame that they had and they're going up to yeah. 30 or 35% capacity. And if it works out, then by the summer, it'll be 50% capacity and so forth and so forth and so forth. But I mean, we already have travelers coming in here from all over the States and stuff like that. So is E3 smart for doing this? Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to actually have a show going on. You know what I mean? Right. But I know there's going to be people out there that are going to be disappointed anyways. I mean, I figured it was going to be digitally. Everything is digital now, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, when Jeff Keeley clarified what's going to happen for uh, summer, what, what was the thing that he did last year that he's also doing this year? It's like summer games for 2020, and now it's summer games 2021. It, yeah. Now he was just like, yeah, we're just going to do two solid weeks of fucking announcements, and that's about it. 
which is great because last year was fucking dumb where you tried doing like, you tried stretching it out over the course of like two and a half months. And I'm just like, okay, when are we going to get more information? I have to wait how long? Yeah. So no, it's, it's good. Jeff Keighley is now running the show. Just everybody follow his fucking lead. Two weeks. And then you can have the big three. Yeah. Two weeks of just solid information. Two weeks of among uh, ass being fed through. (laughs) Among Us. Among Us. Among Us 2, guys. Let's go. My next porno title. Yeah. Among Us. Nice. <laughs> but yeah. Among Us from the from the it's creator of Spreadators. <laughs> Spreadator. <laughs> it's a hentai. It's a technical hentai porn. I believe it. No. Yep. It yep, could be, it, have the aliens, I mean, it bro. could be a yaoi. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Fuck this. Click. <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, that's hit- an update. I mean, I mean, we weren't expecting E3 to actually do anything. Like legally, they can't do anything like that. But it's a digital one, so let's see how it's going. So. I just hope that this is another step forward for the ESI to die. That's all I care about. I mean, re- just get rid of fucking ESI. Well, not only that, wasn't it like last year? Didn't Microsoft or was it Microsoft and Sony or was it Sony and Nintendo that they both opted out of it? Like, there was no major announcements from them during E3. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it was earlier than that, but yeah, it was a big fucking deal. It was the last show that, the last E3 that Sony did was for The Last of Us 2. And then after that, they were just like, we're doing our own fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's been on their own fucking program for from the jump for a while. Yeah. They've been yeah. showing their fucking Nintendo Directs around the time of E3. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. They've been there. They've been supporting E3 in certain ways, but they've just taken a very smaller... They're yeah. not they're not like doing main stage stuff, which is like what was the norm. And Sony was just like, Yeah, fuck that. We can we can produce and relay the same amount of information by like a three quarters of the cost yeah. by not having all this fucking production bullshit going on. And part of me is just like that's that's why Sean Layton was there. Because he yeah. was very much like the let's do the theatrics and the let's bring in the guy who who sings the fucking Japanese flute. Let's uh like Sings I love Jeff. Sean Layton. Sean Layton is is like a really cool motherfucker. But yeah, I get the live, why they the live shit. Doing I it. can I don't like. I'm just I. And then so they're like, oh, this is coming out. No one says anything. One guy goes like, woo! And like, <laughs> it's like he Nintendo does it. The pre-recorded shit's so much better. Yeah. You know, I can't wait. I I can't wait to see more Devolver Digital fucking lore oh yeah they're they're fucking lore their stuff is fucking great but anyway let's let's hit these questions chat points it out right there too though technology has progressed to a point where we don't really need e3 as a physical location event if at all yeah i think that i think that the con aspect of shit because at the end of the day, like, E3 was originally a trade show. It was an invite only. You had to be either a member of the press or a member of the industry in order to get in. Yeah. And then other fucking events started popping up around the world that pretty much just made E3 irrelevant. In the United States specifically, you had the PAXs. Like, PAX got huge. Yeah. And then you had fucking the shit that's going on in Europe and the shit that's going on in Asia. I don't remember their names, but there's a huge one that goes on in i believe cologne germany or some shit like that probably have the the city and the country completely wrong but that's not the point the point that i'm making is, i mean that is, that is a that is the city i think in germany like i don't know yeah it's it's gen con is it gen con it's probably not gen con gen con's probably in the united states 
The but whatever. That's not that's not the point. The thing is, is that E three has been tanking for the last ten years, and nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah. The reason why that they've been so important up until about 2017, 2018 is out of fucking like, was it respect? It's not even respect. Out of fucking legacy because they've been around for so fucking long. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody in the chat or somebody here, if I'm not mistaken, but like E three took over for Space World. And then after Space World died out, that's the only fucking video games industry trade show that we had. Oh, we don't okay. need that shit anymore. So no, we're good. Fuck it. Fuck it. Questions? All right. No questions. Uh, there is one thing. Question. Uh, it wasn't on the docket, but I did. I, I feel like we need to bring it up because this is something that probably affected a lot of us. Also, a lot of us that were in, are in chat as well. But as of uh, February 22nd, 2021 Daft Punk has uh they've broken up. So <laughs> yes. I had to bring it up. Like Daft Punk is Daft Punk I feel like is a lot of gamers uh, like us growing up that was a lot of our soundtracks. Like there was I mean we've all heard I mean harder better faster stronger and all that stuff. So like Daft Punk like I this blindsided the shit out of me. I think it blindsided the shit like, out well, of everybody honestly. Yeah. yeah, nobody saw this coming. Like, granted, like Daft Punk didn't do anything for the last like two, three years. The last thing that they did was produce um, the Weekends, not his last album, Starboy. And yeah, I don't Starboy. even think that they produced the entire thing. I think they only produced like one or two songs on it. There's like three. Yeah, they were but that was like album. the norm for them because they would they would come together, they would do their thing, and then they would go dip out. And then they, after a couple of years, they'd be like, "Hey, do you want to fucking do some fucking acid in the middle of the, the Mahali Desert? Uh, Mahabi Desert? <laughs> Mahali? Yeah, sure, dude. Mahali. I tried saying Mahavi, and uh, my tongue said no. Mahalo. So, Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo Desert. But yeah, no, like talking about Pharrell's experience about hanging out with Daft Punk and making fucking get lucky. It was apparently like they were in a, a fucking trailer. One of them was in his fucking boxers and they they don't even remember the weekend. They just he was yeah. just like, Yo, drink this. And then they made get lucky. Pharrell's just like, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> Dude, some of their early videos are fucking like art pieces. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I feel like around the world. Around yeah, the yeah, world yeah. is like out of like some 1970s do, do, type do, do, do. shit. Yeah, yeah, because there's like people. It's fucking weird. Around the, like I went back and started watching it. Yeah, around the world was one of the the first songs, if not the first song I had heard from them, mm-hmm. and it was just crazy because like I remember it was like one of those things where like my brother and his and his best friend were really into like house and techno and like DJing and all that yeah. stuff, and they came with an album and it had that beat and that was like the only one that caught my attention and I was just like, damn, like this is some good shit. But yeah, no, I think everybody was blindsided. I, I mean, Phoenix Guards and I had this conversation, and he brought up the whole point. It's just like you said, Chris. It's just like the, there's they weren't doing anything. They weren't doing anything in the last yeah. couple of years. Maybe they just creatively were done. Yeah. for now. And yeah, and I think it's more of the it's more of the the impact that we're getting right now is because of everything that's going on. That it kind of sucks and it hurts because it's another thing that you really yeah. enjoy that's gone, and that's why. But that that's the thing though. That's the thing. The music is still there. Yeah. Like, it's not like their legacy is, like, completely gone and erased from history. Like, you can still go and enjoy those albums yeah. and all that stuff. I do want, so, the logo that they show in the in the, in the the video, there's a video mm-hmm. called Epilogue, which is, like, their announcement of saying, like, we're breaking up. Because one of them literally explodes. So, <laughs> but this logo, the 1993 to 2021, I want that on a shirt. Like, that, that looks so cool. 
what I would hate to see, and this is this is another factor, is like both of them are pushing fifty. Like they're yeah. they're older. I mean, like, granted, that's still middle age, but like, especially with everything that's going on, I would hate to later find out that somebody is very sick. And that like, was the the reason oof. behind them them stopping. That would yeah. break my fucking heart. It would have been like if Rush like broke up right before Neil Pert passed away. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be rough. So yeah. I mean, like they've got they've got an incredible fucking discography. Uh, definitely go check them out. Pretty much, if you grew up during the tsunami era of the late nineties, oh, early two yes. thousands, bro, you already you already know. I don't even have to say any further than that. You already know what the fuck is up. So, dude, I mean, we bought those that a- anime last year. I was yeah. like, hey, I bought this, and you were like, okay, show me where you got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 surreal. That's really what I'll just get into on that. I just want to play one more time so bad right now. But f- yeah, that, that f- was fuck that the was the one that I was listening to the entire time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, no, chat, br- yeah. chat brings it up. I would hate to see another fucking Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. That would that would be yeah. terrible. But uh, uh, we're getting older, guys, and all of our band bands that we like are either dying or breaking up. <laughs> all of our heroes are di- are gone. That's just what it is. So. Stop. Anyway, let's questions. Let's hit questions. <laughs> exactly. Stop. Oh, God, questions. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do this out of order because some some people have like multiple questions, but it's fine. You're out of if order. If you want to ask us questions, go ahead and jump into the Discord or highlight your message here, and uh, we'll get to them. So, starting with Zombie Hunter, do you want to do a March Madness bracket for laughs? Yes. What would we do? The I've never done a march. I'm not. No. So so I was thinking about this when I first saw this question. What if we did like top shit bags of the gaming industry, and then we like, for example, um, fucking Randy Randy Pitchford would be Pitchford. one of them, and we just do a bracket like like the most vile human beings within the gaming industry. We'll do like the top sixty four. And then we just every single week we'll do one round after another round after another round after another round. You know what I mean? Is that a segment you want to do every week? I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Is that like one of those things like I'll... like when like when Game Facts used to do that, right? Like today we're having or this it's time for our annual character fight off or whatever. And they had like Oh yeah, yeah. I remember, remember being in fucking like elementary middle school and they were just like, yo, who is the we most need iconic? Y'all to vote. Yeah. Today we have yeah. Solid Snake versus uh, Bounty Hunter from so-and-so. And you're like, Solid Snake? Because I don't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is this? So I don't know. I mean, we can look into it. I just I like how he's like. Z- oh, hold, on, hold on. Zombie Hunter was like, to be honest, I was asking about a legit March Madness, but that works too. Do I look like I watch sports? Sports. I don't watch, I don't watch the dribble ball. I don't, I don't do the sports ball. I'll tell you this much, though. I, I don't. I'll tell you this much, though. I I like sports. I was never really Traitor. big on March Madness until I did a bracket and it fucking becomes exciting as fuck. So yeah, I'm also because I, so wait, are we playing D for sports yeah. nerds? Is that what we're doing? No, 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 no. This is this is the annual tournament arc for college basketball. Mm-hmm. That's all that this is. So it's like watching my hero academia during the tournament arc. And being hype as shit. You don't have to know what's going on. But for me, let's keep it relevant. And let's do something that's actually like 
within our wheelhouse. Yay, nay, no, yes, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm for it, but just to Fuck just to reiterate, I, I am already involved in a March Madness bracket, Zombie Hunter, but I'm going to see if there's a spot for you in there if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, but I'm down. Next yeah. question. <laughs> Let's see. Red, uh, Red Jaguar asks, what do y'all think about the recent price increases in retro consoles and video games? For example, the Dreamcast prices have fucking doubled. Uh, do you expected. think these higher prices are here to stay, or are you betting that we'll see things revert back to pre-COVID prices? Mm, no, I think that's the like era that uh, was next to like start getting big, yep. mm-hmm. like the N sixty four, PS one, mm-hmm. Dreamcast. So uh, yeah, they probably gone up a little bit because of COVID, but I don't think if they do drop, if like once COVID like calms down with the mm-hmm. vaccine and all that stuff, it might drop a little bit, but it's not going to drop as much as you think. So there is if you ha- if you haven't collected for a lo- for a while, I started collecting back in. I really I started collecting back in like 2005, but I didn't get like super heavy into it until about like 2010 2011. If you follow like the trends, every seven years there's always a new generation that pops off really fucking hard. Back in the 2000s, it was the Atari. Atari games were. Average price for an Atari game was going like $10, $15 at one point. What? Which Jesus. is insane. Yeah. And you look at them now, and a lot of them are like fucking dollar dumpster buys. You know what I mean? And yeah. then in like the early, I want to say like the late 2000s, early 2010s, uh, it was all about the NES. NES games were like skyrocketing. I caught fucking all of my staples for the NES for dirt cheap. And then like the next fucking day, they were high double digits. People were selling Super Mario Brothers 3 for $40, Jeez. which is egregious. I've seen it for 55 People were selling Dragon Warrior Oops. 1 for $55. Non-con prices, $55. Like, that's, that's insane. insane. When I was working with Game Giant, they were selling fucking like Final Fantasy 3 for $80. They were selling Metroid Super Metroid for like $85. Mm-hmm. And that was an um, open box game. It wasn't even like something that was like Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, it was, it was just loose. like that was a standard price for That yeah, that was loose. Yeah. What we're seeing now is those prices have come down a bit. They're like you can now get Super Mario Brothers 3 for about like 15 bucks. And yeah, you could sit there and be like, "Okay, that's okay." And we're seeing the Super Nintendo games come down a bit because there's not as much of a demand because the people that they're targeting are the people who like grew up during that that time period, that era. Everyone gets that itch when they're about to hit the, the tail end of their youth because yep. once you hit 40, that's when your fucking midlife crisis, that's when middle age hits. And everyone is just <laughs> like, oh man, I want to relive my childhood. And they buy into these things and then come like six months later, not even, they're just like, eh, that was fun. And then they try to resell it and then they get yep. fucking janked over waxed. it. Yeah, they get waxed over at the fucking uh, resell. But this is just expected. You know, the next ones to come up right now, we're probably, I want to say that we're in the beginning of the N64, Dreamcast, yeah, PlayStation craze. Give it another five years, those prices will probably come down a bit. You'll probably see Dreamcast go back down to about $80, $90. Those games probably go down about like 10 20 30%. And then the next big thing will be PlayStation 2, which is really interesting. Because, so buy now. <laughs> yeah, buy now. Because you can still, like, prices of PlayStation 2 games have gone up considerably. 
because like people are already getting ready for those prices to fucking skyrocket. Like yep. I can't believe how much Rule of Rose, Kuan, the fucking Dot Hack parts three and four, like <laughs> a lot of those fucking PS2 games are really expensive ones to go up like a motherfucker. Rule of Rose, like Futurama game, crazy. Rule of Rose is going for like two hundred and fifty on eBay, right? Uh, no, it's higher than that now. It's probably fucking up to a. to like three hundred dollars. Kuan goes around for three hundred, like two eighty, three hundred dollars now. I like every time the PlayStation Two collections keep bringing up, I I get so mad at myself because out of all the collecting that I have, the PlayStation Two was definitely the like by far the biggest collection I ever had at one point, and it was like two hundred games that I had. Mm-hmm. And oh man, the only ones I have now are the Grand Theft Auto ones and Metal Gear. Yeah. You guys think, like, in, in terms of, like, if you're trying to flip or you're expecting games to get really expensive, 25 years. Like, 20 to 25 years is around the mark. So, Dreamcast was 2000, 1999, 2000. It's 2021. That's about the time that the Dreamcast was was around for. Now we're getting into the PS2 era. Yeah, I would say give it about another five years and those prices will come down a little bit. PlayStation 2 was a really amazing uh, console experience. The depth of the library is just, just nuts. nuts. Yeah. But it's not just that. See, what makes what makes the PlayStation 2 era really in general, I believe, like the fifth or sixth console generation. I want to say it's the fifth. Maybe it's the sixth. But it's, it's GameCube, it's PS2, it's Xbox. Now, Xbox is kind of like the redheaded stepchild there. Um, even those games here. today don't really retain their value. But when you look at like PlayStation 2 and especially GameCube, because GameCube games are have just always been fucking expensive because yeah. a lot of those were console exclusive and a lot of those were very short print because the GameCube had a lot of solid games that didn't sell well or a lot of really obscure games that didn't sell well. I mean, like, look at fucking Chibi Robo. Chibi, Chibi Robo is pushing $200 right now. Think Cube about that shit. Cubivore is fucking $400. Gotcha Force is four hundred dollars. This is like custom Robo, you know what like I'm around two hundred bucks too. No, 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 no. Custom Robo is not that high. You're oh. probably thinking of Cubivore. Maybe Cubivore being yeah. the fucking expensive, expensive game there. But like those games have always been expensive, and there was even though we talk about like there was low print for those games, the PS2 era, that console generation, that's when there was a lot of fucking games being sold. That was like when GameStop blew the fuck up. That's when like gaming became like a norm almost, mm-hmm. so to say. Yeah. So like it can go either both ways. Like there's gonna be a lot of games that people are expecting to go up higher and they'll probably artificially be raised. But you're gonna see a lot of like heavy hitters that are already expensive as it is go up even higher on top of that. So wait another five years when the PlayStation 2 becomes the fucking craze and the GameCube becomes the craze. How much motherfuckers are going to be trying to charge for their GameCubes and for their fucking systems? You're going to see like $150 minimum on some of these consoles. I guarantee it. Black GameCube, bro, $150. I'm calling it right now solely for the fucking uh, progressive scanning port. So, yeah. All right, then. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. So I kind of like ran off on that one. So all you're saying is Super Nintendo games are going to start going down again. They're going to start going down a bit. Yeah, well, Super Nintendo. Uh, I still recommend buy import because they're cheaper. Yeah, I do too. Uh-huh. Super Nintendo games. Are well, it's just... also good that that Retro Freaks, which is the uh, language and all that stuff for you too. And that's what I was going to mm-hmm. say too. It's just like the the emulation of the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis that era has become so much easier and 
easy to use. There's no need for it. And I've been, I was the one that told you this when you and I were talking about this, Corey, about digital versus physical. If I can have those entire libraries in a digital form, thank you very much. I will not be collecting them. As much as I want, I'll selectively collect certain games. But like you said, Chris, buy import because I'd rather buy a Chrono Trigger complete inbox for 15 bucks import from Japan than $200 for whatever, 2000 for the unsealed copy here. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, you're better off, if you want the physical copy, then buy the import and then just emulate it. Or you can go another step and get something like a Retro Freak or a Mister. Like, Mister, you're still not Stop. playing the game off the card. Yeah. But, I mean, like, still, you can go ahead and do that shit. You can waste your money on a Retron 5 uh, and then just put translation patches on those games or on the on those fucking SD cards and just load it up and yeah. then, boom, English bitch. Dunzo. So, yeah. Dunzo. That's what I did with Super Mario 64. Or not exactly. Super Mario 64. Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. So. Until my retro freak died. No, not the retro freak. <laughs> I mean, it's still alive, right? You, no, no, that was the first one. That was okay, the first okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. I yeah, still the second I, one that I got. Mm-hmm. Second question from Red Jaguar. Now that we've gone over the one-year mark <laughs> since the pandemic was declared, how has the situation affected your collecting or gaming in general? Are you buying more new games? Have you turned to digital purchases? Where are you at, bro? Corey, you go first. I'm about the same right now. It's just like I'm not – I'm I'm definitely buying more things online and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I, I like going to stores and checking them out and, like, haggling. I, because of Mercari, when I first got Mercari, I definitely bought a shit ton of stuff. Like, I was buying so many Game Boy SPs. And I'm just like, hey, I want this game. I bought three fucking Super Donkey Kong games. Complete inbox for like mm. thirty bucks on there. So yeah, I would say that my collecting online has definitely gone up. But I miss just going to the stores, like even going to conventions where people are trying to rip you off. You're just like whatever. <laughs> but at least I was still there trying, yeah. like I was interacting. Fuck that guy that wanted that for Metal Arms. But uh, <laughs> that yeah, man, that's that's all I got on that. What about you, Eddie? I'm the same. I was I haven't been really collecting. Um, I'm what I call a selective collector because I really don't collect any of the retro stuff unless it's something that really catches my eye. And even then, there hasn't been any much of that done. I usually just kind of buy new or used from GameStop or Amazon. So, yeah, it's been the same thing. Online collecting for me. Right on. I will say... Uh, I had... I will say... I'm sorry. I will say that I have been buying a lot more from PlayAsia, though. Yes. Yeah. Limited run. And limited run. Yeah. Limited run too. Yeah. I For, forgot to tell y'all. I, I almost bought. I was. I, I didn't almost buy, but I was on eBay, and I was just like, "They're only wanting a thousand dollars for this Hydro Thunder cab." Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, but it was in. But it was in Pennsylvania. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, so for me, um, I stated even before the pandemic that my collection was more or less complete for me. There isn't any game that I specifically want. They'll every now and then there'll be something that pops up and then I'll be, it'll be more of like a surprise that I don't have it. And then I'll go out there and I'll usually order it off of eBay or Macari or some shit like that. If I could do the homie deal and I get it from somebody, that's always cool too. Um, but really I, I'm done with collecting. The only thing, the only games I really buy are mainly for modern titles, hidden or, uh, gems, shit like that. Or I'm really ROM big hacks. on ROM hacks. 
ROM hacks and translation patches. I am all about that shit. Um, right I now, scanned in some games to that retro freak. They were like, we don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really more into like I, I'm all about buying like fan games on cartridge. Like I think those things are really fucking cool. Yeah, my my big thing right now is getting all the Shin Megami Tensei games that are in English. Like uh there's a Megami Tensei, the there apparently there was another strategy RPG before Devil Survivor for the DS and 3DS. Uh, and there was two games, so I ended up picking up those. But I think those were like my last major purchases. I think what I'm going for now is I have to replace the copy that I traded over to Pocketful of Games of Elemental Gimmick Gear. I gave him my English copy in exchange for Demon Souls. So, Uh-oh. I mean, like, I don't give a shit. You know, it's fine. It was, it, buy it was, another one. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a homie hookup, you know? I was just like, yeah. yeah, you're looking for this? Yeah, I'll send you mine. Plus, he's going for, like, a world record. So if he actually gets it, my name gets to be a part of that. So I think that's really cool. There it is. There it is. There's the vanity. There you go. <laughs> there it is. There's there. the real reason. <laughs> Uh, he said he was going to stroke my ego, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am a narcissist. Just keep that in mind. Um, yeah. Scotty Mofa Show. To add to Red Jaguar's question, Corey, how many consoles did you mod in 2020? No more than five. I can't uh, think off the top of my head. Uh, we had the very first one, the very first SP. We then had the Super Nintendo SP. We had a Super Nintendo SP for you. We had... I did a Game Boy... And then I did Scotty's Game Boy Color. So, yeah, I think I did five. I modded five systems. Right on. So He then asks, can I trust you to do a mod for my Neo Geo Pocket Color? Please open your modding store back up. Uh, just kidding, school life. No, I mean, I have to look at it. There's some, uh, there's some videos out there. I think I actually sent him a video back when we were thinking about it. And uh, I would be up for it. I if you do it. Gun back out. If you do it, I'm sending you mine. Well, I really want to do the Game Gear one, but there's so much fucking soldering to do. You have to replace all of, like, I think, first things first, With if you're trying to do a Game Gear, you have to replace, like, nine capacitors. Yep. And you have to replace them, and then you have to go and, like, desolder from, like, 15 or 16 different points, and you have to do them in, like, certain orders and all that stuff. And I mean, they look phenomenal once you've installed the new screen and everything. But goddamn, are those Game Gears tough. That's the toughest project. I've I got think. four Game Gears of varying yeah, fuck you. <laughs> of wear and tear. I will send those to you. And if you can make me one functioning fucking Game Gear. <laughs> let's go. I will be so happy. I don't know. So I'd have to look. I gotta look back into it. Maybe. Look, look we'll these see. these are your fucking. These are your your practice ones. Is that like, what it is? These are the practice what it ones. Is. These are the practice ones. Just if you're going to like actually go all the way and and do it, keep the blue shell because I want the blue shell Game Gear sent back. Okay. To We'll well, the see. other ones you can fucking like I don't know, rub Fuck your balls up. on them or whatever. Yeah. Them I don't up. want to do all that. I don't know what do you think modding is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> For the group, uh, Post Malone did the Pokemon thing. Post Malone surprised Magfest show when, and Katy Perry is next. Who would you want to perform at the Pokemon show? Wait, who the fuck, Katy Perry? What did Katy Perry do? Well, Katy Perry is going to be doing a Pokemon event. You know how Post Malone did like his digital fucking yeah, concert, yeah, yeah. The virtual. Concert. It was cool. I, heard, I watched it. I was gonna say I heard it wasn't bad. I haven't watched. No, it, it, yeah, was, it wasn't it was, bad. I yeah. 
I wish that they did that they did more work with Post Malone's animation because there was a lot of times I felt that his animation was stiff. But honestly, overall, I didn't think it was that bad. Like the huh. music was good. They played one of my favorite songs from him. Like it was it was all around good time. Was it Sunflower? <laughs> the second song. I don't know Post Malone's music all that well, but the second song that he did as he's going up into the sky and he's like he's getting out of the swamp, he's going into the sky, there's like these plane lands around him. I, I like that song. I don't know the name of the song. I just video. like it a lot. Huh? I don't know. I'll... I mean, they right. unfortunately they didn't sing the song that he does with Ozzy. That's the, that's the song everyone. Uh, well, yeah, that would be good for a poker. Like that's a <laughs> song about like a, a, a heartless she bitch. So... <laughs> uh, who do you want? Who do you want to play? Danzig. Dancing. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, realistically no, speaking, uh, right? I mean, I would, off the top of my head, if I would have to think of somebody, it would be The weekend. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing The weekend play at a Pokemon show. Yes. You know what? You guys remember the Pokemon live show that they had back when Pokemon first got big? It was a th- like a Broadway musical. Yes! Yeah! Yes! Bring them back! Bring them back? <laughs> Bring those people back for that 25 oh years. We got Charlie here hooked on heroin. Let's get him in here. <laughs> get though. That's who I would want. That's who I would want. The fucking people from that. Bring in Cannibal Corpse. They got a new album. No. <laughs> Ramstein. Ramstein too. Guar. Bring in Guar. Oh, bro. Guar with like their actual live show. That would be insane. They could bring the one guy back since it's all digital. They could bring back the guy that passed away too. Fuck. They'd have the whole band. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> They'd have all of them. Uh, uh, I don't know. Bring it back. There's my the choice. I feel, like, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we have like so many like it'd be one of those things where like we have like, oh, it could be this person. It could be that person. Like, la, da, da. And in the end, it's like, oh, we got Taylor Swift or Foo Fighters. Yeah. Or not even Foo Fighters, just Dave Grohl. You shut your mouth, sir. <laughs> Dave Grohl is an American treasure. Don't you dare bash that man. I'm not bashing it. Dude, I'm he just barbecues. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, question four from Scotty. Keyboards, fishing rods, cameras. What's the weirdest, most useful, useless gaming accessory that you own? I mean, I used to own them, and I'm actually talking to Scotty and getting some again. I used to own four of the Donkey Kong DK bongos. Oh so, <laughs> those are cool, though. Those are awesome. I'm, I'm still so mad that I left those in that apartment I moved out of. Fucking, so mad. I remember playing that. They're actually fairly decent They're not bad. quality. I played it at MAGFest with Kiki. Like, it was fun. Yeah, that's where I played it, too. Mm-hmm. I, the weirdest fucking thing. So, I don't have a camera. I can't think of a fishing rod that I own. Uh, I guess, like, the dumbest thing that I have is that microphone for a fucking GameCube. Like, that was such, oh, I have that. That is such a bitch to fucking get. It only works with, like, two or three games. You have Odama, which is a pinball game that you send out verbal commands to your, your foot soldiers. It, uh-huh. it's, it's weird. I got to stream it one day. Second one was, like, Mario Party 7. I don't know what else it's works. Two Mario that. Party games. Yeah, there's... <laughs> Did it work with Mario Party 6 too? Because there was three. There was five, six. No, four, five, six, four. seven. Yeah, I think they got implemented it with seven and eight. Well, eight is for the Wii. Oh, well, then it would have to be six and seven. Yeah. I right. don't remember it being on the six, but that's fine. Um, fucking, what's the, what's the other? 
shit that I own. I, I just I own, recently like, this bought weird, one of those for like six bucks. <laughs> I own this weird fucking Xbox controller. Let me see if I can find it. But Eddie, you you go. I mean, the only useless uh, peripheral thing that I have right now is basically my Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah, yeah. my Guitar Hero guitar. I mean, I have the Rock Band one, and if I had my Xbox, I would still rock that out. But the Guitar Hero one is that new one that came in the world to like that. That funky one. Oh, they made tried to make it look really, really yeah, and it just like really ruined yeah. everything. So that just sits there. That that would be the only thing. I don't really have that, any what peripherals. What a fucking what a fucking golden age of video game peripherals when that when those games got big. Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. like yeah. just boxes and boxes of the guitars and the like the full sets and it was like two hundred dollars for like like the full set and the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. We played the fuck out of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, same here, man. I remember I used to have, like, for Rock Band in particular, I actually had a mic stand with a mic, and then I would, like, sing and play the guitar at the same time. And, like, I was, like, totally... You thought you were real cool. 100%. 100%. I was, like, Eddie Von Wolf was my... Come anywhere! (laughs) Jesus Christ. I loved Rock... uh, I I sent the link of the controller that I got. Yeah, look at this monstrosity. It's stupid. The Gamester FPS Master Controller. What the hell is that? What the fuck? Okay, yeah. So the way that this controller works is that the face buttons are actually your ring and middle finger. So what you're seeing in that one photo is, I believe that is A and X. A and X on your right hand, and then B and Y are on your left hand. You have your D-pad all the way in fucking Sierra Leone down at the bottom (laughs) over there. You got the twin sticks. There's like this gauge that pops up, but it never fucking works. It doesn't work for fucking anything. Yeah, it just looks like... like, This looks like it's for Mech Warrior. (laughs) I, I don't even know, man. It was weird. I... So I, if I go into like game shops and I see something fucking stupid, I always buy it. And you know this, Corey, because I bought the fucking Game Wave. Uh, I keep calling it the Game Sphere from Drake and Josh. Bro, I do the same fucking shit, too. I do the same fucking shit. It's spherical! (laughs) It's spherical! That show's underrated. That show's better than you remember. It's so good. It's It's so so fucking good. good. I don't give a shit what anybody says. But, yeah, that's the stupid fucking controller that I bought. Jesus, all right. Questions. We have more questions. At gunpoint... You are told to do a full gun to your head. Gun to your head. <laughs> you are told to do a full playthrough in one sitting of the worst game you have ever played to save the planet. What game is that? Sonic 06. Like Ooh, there, there is nothing that compares. There is nothing that compares. Uh, what have I played? That's a big hot piece of shit. I'm gonna say Super Mario Sunshine. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I have a hatred for that game. I've tried it twice in my lifetime. And if I have to play that game gunpoint to my head, yeah. That would be the one that I would say. Because I hate that game. Wow. I cannot I cannot get behind that game at all. That game's great. I love it. <laughs> H2O Happy Dudes never played Sonic 06. Uh, I'm trying to think. I own Superman 64, but I've never actually sat down and played it. So I can't really choose that one. Wait, uh, what game? Superman 64. I thought he said Super Mario 64, too. I was like, huh? I did, too. Yeah. No, I, I said too. Superman 64. No, it, it, yeah, you're you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, fuck. I don't know. 
I'm just trying to think of a really shitty game that I've played. Beat me to fucking Sonic 06, goddammit. You didn't play <laughs> Sonic 06. I've played Sonic 06. Have you beaten it? I haven't beaten it, no. <laughs> oh, bro, it It'd is. It'd be a new experience. It is awful. Oh, my God, it's so fucking bad. I don't know. Give me one of those uh, fucking the Wii shovelware games. I hated all those fucking games. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I I'm sorry. Fucking, I'm sorry. It's fine. Last question. H2 a happy dude. So I've started Sega Sundays where I stream Sega games. I've never played before starting with the PlayStation 3 version of Bayonetta, which is the worst version to play with its load times. So that's not all. The frame rates are also fucking terrible. I got curious midstream and found out that there is an infinite flute glitch after exploring or after searching for speedrun records. I found how to do it. And yes, it is busted as the flute is the most powerful consumable item in the game. Has there been a game where you found an exploit to the game that you abuse? And yes, Corey, I am a cheater, dirty, dirty filthy cheater. Mm, I mean, there's the extra life exploit in the new Super Mario 3D world. But like, that's not completely like game breaking or anything like that. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, no, I don't usually go out of my way to find like stupid fucking exploits. And I've, I've never really stumbled upon anything because anything that I have done, like the thing that I instantly think about is like in RPGs, specifically like with, with Final Fantasy IX. Pretty much in Final Fantasy IX, there is a mid-level or a mid-game strat where in order to keep yourself alive for pretty much like all the way up until the final fight, because it, by the final fight comes around, it doesn't matter. You have like pretty much auto potion and you put auto potion on every single character. And, like, the second somebody drops a 1,000 life, somebody immediately throws up auto potion before, or throws up a, uh, a high potion. <laughs> That's stupid. Before their fucking turn. And, like, it doesn't burn your turn. It's just, like, it automatically keeps you alive. But the last fight, you get hit with so much fucking damage that it doesn't matter. So, yeah. All right. I had a cousin that would, like, rent a video game and then automatically go look up cheats for it. Weird. I, I mean, it's like, not at weird. least play it once. It's not necessarily weird. I mean, like, if it's during the time frame of like those N sixty four games or the PlayStation games, I, I I rock with it. I mean, he a game he's never played before, never even gave it a chance. He was just like, I want to look at cheat codes. Mm-hmm. You just only like, have man. a weekend. I mean, like if you're if you're renting out Grand Theft Auto three, you know, yeah, and you only different. have a weekend. You know why you're buying it? You're buying it to fucking shoot up people. You want to have the biggest battle. Or to go guns. see the titties. That's what or I thought I went titties. to first. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I get it. Eddie? Yeah, I'm, Eddie I, I, Eddie? I'm, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm, I've been, like, trying to think if there was, like, an exploit or anything like that. And, I mean, like, I'm going back to, like, the retro stuff. I mean, if there's a, a way to easily beat the boss, then, yeah, I totally exploit it. But to, like, go out of my way to find something, I can't say that I ever did that either. Like, um... Yeah. And I'm trying to think of a example, but I got nothing. This is like trying to delve into the mind of a speedrunner, and we're clearly not speedrunners. Yeah, that would be like, oh, like I found this glitch in Donkey Kong Country 2, and now I don't ever play the game without it. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, anyway. That's it for questions. Next time, if you want to have your questions read on the fucking podcast, join our Discord. Go into the podcast questions. Do your fucking shit. But questions are closed. Don't ask me for shit. All right, Harada. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Don't ask me. I love that shirt. I Don't want it so bad. Shit. I want it so bad. Well, just being a dad, too. Like, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> if I end up having a girl or girls that, like, are just like, Dad, give me sh-, Don't ask me for shit is the shirt I'm going to wear every time I have six of them. So- Damn. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we got going on this week, guys? I'm hoping to have my video out when I stream. If I stream, probably will be streaming. It will be Dark Souls and then Friday... Uh, we've got something Mario going on, so. Yeah, we should be having uh, Mario Party 2 should be this Friday, as long as nothing comes up. If cool. something comes up, times and ga- times and streams are subject to change. Right. So- <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to go next. Uh, I think for Megavisions, we're either going to do Rocket League or if we get, and we can only do this if we get enough people from the Megavisions crew or the Discord, anything. We might do Anarchy Reigns. So, if you're interested in Anarchy Reigns and want to play it with us, you know, get it on PS3 and hit us up. Because I feel like to have a fun night with Anarchy Reigns, you have to have at least, like, eight people. Mm -hmm. I feel that would be a good number in a room, so. And then Friday, we're going to have the Mario Party 2 party, just in, or, I mean, as a backup, we'll have stuff like Pokemon or Paper Mario and all that. Saturday, I might do a late stream. Uh, I don't know if I'll do a noon stream, but we're going to do more Pokemon Gen 2 Nuzlocke. What the hell else am I doing? I've been wanting to sit down and play Cyber Shadow. I might just play Cyber Shadow. Oh, do you play Cyber Shadow? Yeah, I might say fuck fuck Pokemon this week and just play Cyber (laughs) Shadow. It is so good. So we'll see. But yeah, that's uh, besides school and work. I think that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I have a special. I think it should be coming next week. Uh, I've got some very good news on something that I was able to get my hands on, and I will have an update on it next week. Sick. So There you go. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. Nice. My end, basically, I'll be going back into Super Ghouls and Ghosts tomorrow. Um, that good is luck. my plan. If I hope to beat it tomorrow, if not Tuesday. i planning the first part celebration of my 1,000 follower celebration. Congratulations, yeah, sir. Thank you. Which is going to be the birthday barbecue stream with my brother. His birthday is in the first, well, technically the second week of March, but we're going to be doing it this coming weekend um, if everything falls into place. So you guys get to meet my brother, the other part of the family that has not been met. <laughs> and we get to drink <laughs> no. beers, cook, and have a good time and all that shit. And then, yeah, pretty much that. If I get through Super Ghouls and Ghosts, then I might switch it over to Ninja Gaiden. Or I might even do the Sega Genesis Ghouls and Ghosts because I heard that one's pretty good, too. But, yeah, I got th- uh, Retro Mania Wrestling is out now. I'll probably pick that up as oh, well. Yeah. It finally released? Yeah, it finally released. So I'll probably I'll be picking that up now uh, sooner. Unless somebody wants to give me a copy, then, you know. But uh, if I if I get a, a chance of getting what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> if I get a copy of that, then uh, which I'm pretty sure I will, it'll probably be on Tuesday. That I'll stream that and check that out just to see how it is, and go from there. But yeah, it's pretty basic. Cool. Uh, the big event is going to be the the birthday barbecue for my brother. I'm just trying to figure out if I'm going to do because he's like, well, I want to play the music that I want to play, and I'm like, well, we kind of can't play the music that we can't, that we want to play because DMCA. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? So. He's like, fuck that, it's my birthday. Yeah. So we'll see. Just we'll... take the VOD down. And that's the other thing I thought of, too. Just uh, save the VOD after and then fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. Yeah, I, I've, 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 ever since I've been streaming, I've always backed up every stream as a recording because I don't trust Twitch. 
It's the main reason that we lost some fucking videos in the <laughs> 2020 fucking Megavisions Dreamcast Marathon, which makes me mad, but mm-hmm. whatever. So There it is. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much awesome. it. Awesome, right guys. On. Well, hope everyone has a good week. This was Take fun. Care. Get the fuck out of here. Chris still scaring me with his fucking new location. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Anyway, y'all take it easy. Have a good week.